BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, yeah. Oh, unreal. We recording. What is up, Gypsy Gang? We are back for another episode of the Gypsy Tales podcast. Smacking it up. We've got uh, a banger for you today. We've got some bangers coming up next week. And uh, yeah, prepare some mash. That's all I've got to say. Not like that one, Ronan. Yeah, it's unreal, eh? Um, today on the podcast is a gentleman by the name of Nick Kappa. Nick is a stand-up comedian uh, based in Melbourne. He was up on the Gold Coast doing some shows, and uh, we sat down for a chat. If you followed the podcast for a while, you know that I love when I get a chance to sit down with comedians. They just really get the whole podcast thing. They just know what's going on. You sit down, you don't know what you're going to talk about. You lock yourself in for three hours and you see what you come up with. I really enjoyed this one. Nick is a huge motorcycle fan. Uh, He has owned a lot of bikes in the past. We sort of dug down memory lane Uh, in some retro bikes and uh, yeah had an awesome chat great dude and I hope you all enjoy this one Uh, just before we get going though got to give a shout out to the guys at MX store and it's also a little bit of a reminder I've actually got a couple of things to go and pick up on my Friday afternoon for our ride tomorrow at QMP Uh, I've got a quad lock for the new Ducati uh, and some new gear pretty frothing on new gear actually popping tags is my shit uh you can head to mxstore.com.au and if you order before 2 p.m on a weekday you can get that <coughs> you can get that same day shipping uh these guys just have everything literally everything no matter whether you need a chain breaker new set of tech 10 boots uh mud scraper for your mud guards uh tear offs for ronan uh he needs a lot of those when he's riding with me um actually he's cleaned them out of tear offs um but yeah so you get the drift you can pretty much get anything you want for your dirt bike from mxstore.com.au we're also brought to you by the guys at boost by the guys and girls at boost mobile I shouldn't say guys guys and girls they've got an awesome team there uh boost.com dot au for basically the best data and mobile provider in australia they're on the full telstra 4g network they're the only other prepaid provider uh switching your number over takes about five minutes so if you are in one of those terrible locked in contracts with one of the other service providers clip that get on boost keep your number happy days uh we're also brought to you by the guys at rival inc Uh, New gear means new jersey prints. Uh, You might have seen my story last night. Sammy went and got his jersey all factoried up. And I feel like that's probably... If you want to look cool, here's what you do. You go to Rival and you get your jersey print. 
put your name, put your number, put some logos on there. They got the Gypsy Tales logo. You can chuck that on there if you want. Uh, and look, that's just one way to stand out at the track. I honestly feel naked these days if I just run stock plane gear with no with no uh, with no number. So a little bit of a hot tip there. Rivalinkdesignco.com. Pump in the code Gypsy Tales to get fifteen percent off. Uh, we're also brought to you by Fist Handwear. You can head to fisthandwear.com.au. Uh, their gloves, obviously insane. I've been running the breezes and uh, they're by far and away my favorite gloves. Uh, we've got our Gypsy Tales collab as well. You can get that at our website, gypsytales.com. Uh, but if you think our gloves suck uh, and you just want normal fist ones, that's fine too. Fisthandwear.com.au. Pump in the code a Gypsy Tales for 15% off. Uh, and we're also brought to you by the guys at Dixon Quality. DixonQuality.com.au for hands down the best flannels in the game. Uh, Sammy's been killing it with Dixon, the whole team there. They've really been pumping out some awesome stuff. They've got some great collabs in the works, so make sure you follow uh, the Australian Instagram as well to stay up to date for the Aussie collabs that they've got coming. Uh, and finally, the guys at Cricks Tweed, you can head to crickstweed.com.au. Uh, any new or used vehicle there, those guys are going to be able to help you out. They've got a crazy range. Uh, their after-sales servicing is amazing as well. Uh, Cricks.com.au. Ask for Kyle. Uh, enjoy this episode. It's been another big week of podcasts from us here at Gypsy Tales. We love what we do, uh, and we're very stoked that you guys listen. Thank you so much. Enjoy Chapter 144 with Nick Kappa. Nick Kappa, and just like that, the Gypsy Tales podcast is underway. Yes, underway, man. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm excited to be here. It's yeah, so man. cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as I was just telling you, yeah, I found your podcast through Kidgel uh, a year or two ago, and man, I've just like. Yeah, it's relived all my childhood dreams, you know? Like, yeah, it's so fun. great. It's funny. Um, I'll pull this a tiny bit closer, oh, too. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. A little bit more. Oh, a little bit more? Little yeah, bit, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you, you wouldn't think I'd do this for a living or anything. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, yeah, it's funny. Like, the, I, I didn't know when I started this, like, the crossover of people that were into dirt bikes. And I guess it's just, like, one of those things that every kid, when, when you are literally just like a, a tiny fucking child yeah you're every kid is into dirt bikes i don't know why it's just like the coolest thing and it's just brought all of these random people to the podcast man yeah exactly like i don't know what because I, I i grew up on a farm near yeah. gundawindi around like maury area in this tiny place called Boomai, and uh i i don't know there was no motorbike attraction everyone had motorbikes like quad runners and everything but I remember one time I said to my dad, I don't know what came into my head. I don't know how I got it in there, but I was like, I want a motorbike. And he's like, if you get good grades, I'll get you a motorbike. And uh, yeah, I I got good grades. And then he bought me, um, like off from the farm he worked on, he bought me an old 82 model XT250. It was yeah, way too no, big. Yeah, I was way gonna say, that's a big bike. <laughs> yeah, way too heavy for me. But man, I loved it. I love riding it. It was so good. Taught me all the you know the the uh the basics of a motorcycle you know like kicking it over yeah you know picking it up you know oh man it was the best like i used to do big airs on it as well like just hit it i was i was a bit of a you know i, I didn't care about consequences or anything i yeah. just i just hit the hit the jumps man it, on the big on the cotton farm the big channel banks everything 
And then it just started from there, man. I, my dad never really bought me any gifts, but for Christmas um, that year, he bought me uh, Krusty Demons of Dirt too. No shit. And then my brother and I, we was it was all about motorbikes. Every when well, when magazines each month, Australasian Dirt Bike Magazine. Yeah. Um, I forget the uh, motocross action, the yeah, American yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Jody man. Wessel or whatever his name oh, is. Oh man, and that's why I'm so excited to come on here, man, because I just want to talk. I'm a bit older than you. I think you're around 30-something, right? I'm 32. 32. Well, yeah, I'm 38. So yeah. we're kind of in the same era. Like, yeah. you know, um, man, just all the all the heroes. Jeff Emig, you know, yeah. he was my favorite. Jeremy McGrath, you know. Yeah. Reading, like, inspirational stories about those guys. Insane how, like, Jeremy McGrath was just naturally gifted. Like, yeah. Kevin Windham used to work so hard. He wouldn't eat anything bad. And then he looked across from him. And everyone, everyone wants Jeremy McGrath's autograph and he's eating fucking chocolate biscuits yeah you know he's yeah. just like this fat little kid <laughs> just yeah. crushing it you know it was man it was the best you know and even like just it blew my mind like seeing um that you interviewed ricky carmichael and chad yeah, reed yeah. you know that's like the dream you know that's that was the dream i remember i remember a kid i knew knew chad reed and he was like man the guy's crazy He's nuts. He he's sleeping on couches in fucking New Zealand. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. He, he's, his parents sold their house or something. They had to live in a caravan just so he could race. Man, just and then just seeing seeing how humble he is and how cool he is. Like yeah. now, you know, is just like, yeah, this it, is a dream, man. It's crazy, a dude like Chad. Yeah, they like grow up in Curry Curry. Yeah, like tiny town, and then to make it to the stage that he has, and I think that's why, like. I don't know that uh, maybe that's the appeal of dirt bikes is it's like the easiest form of motorsport that you can get into. So it's probably the thing that like hampers it as well or like handicaps it in a way is that like it is so just like ground floor grass roots as as like low entry point as it gets. And these families, like the Lawrence brothers, like are you familiar with the the Lawrence brothers right now? Um, no, no, man. No. Yeah, so, so they're, they're new. They're, yeah, they're so they're new. two young kids. Um, yeah, right. Jet's seventeen, yeah. and he just won his first Supercross this season. Man, a, in America, like Red Bull athlete, and his, so his family, they're from the sunny coast, and they literally sold everything they had to move to Europe when. Uh, Hunter, the older brother. So the older brother is... They both ride for HRC. Yep. Both lights riders really? for Honda Racing in Oof. America. And yeah, when they were 15... When Hunter was 15, I think Jet was like 13 or 12, they moved to Europe and just like lived in Europe, didn't know the language. And, and then they went from Europe now to America. So it's just like... I, I don't know. Motocross and Supercross just give families who can like barely afford to go racing like yeah. that gives them a shot to make it big you know because you kind of can't do that in a lot of other sports but also man it's the endorphins you know yeah. like not to put down four-wheel driving or whatever but like i see all these guys with these big four drives and my dad and i were riding around the other day my dad lives at uh my mum and dad live at sandstone point they just moved there they're retired now yeah but my dad's got like a bmw 1200 like GS yeah, adventure bike, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's got a BMW 650 adventure bike. Yeah, and man, I I got on this 1200. I'm a bit stronger now. Like I've been going to the gym and stuff, so I can throw it around a bit. But I was just like, nothing provides more endorphins is when you come out of a corner, yeah, and you've got it in first gear, and then you click it into second gear, and it hits that like peak of the second gear, yeah, and then the back wheel slides out, and you're still on the pegs. Yeah, man, that's if you don't experience that you're fucking missing out like yeah. I don't care you know what I mean like 
four driver and who cares like anyone that gets the experience that second gear out of the corner yeah. roost yeah. they're hooked it's it's so good man the endorphins it's beautiful you it, know? it only takes like one it's it's kind of like I mean golf's the same you know like you can play a whole round of golf yeah. and play fucking terrible and you yeah. have like one good shot and it can make your whole day yeah, yeah, but yeah. motos like that like we rode last Saturday at yeah. QMP and there was like this one turn and we were like trying to film some clips throughout vlog yeah. and then I just went in and I was uh, come in kept my foot on the pegs and then I like normally would be taking my foot off around the inside but this this time like I took it off for like half a second and the balance was just perfect yeah. didn't even need so I just put it back on just oh, just hooked in and, <laughs> and out and it was just like that one turn that I just got so right I'm like oh well fuck I can go home now like that was insane <laughs> yeah man it's so good like uh, dad was I think he was he's never really uh, he never really gives compliments or anything like that but yeah, we were just flying around. I was just... Like, the 1200 is such a beast. Like, it's... Yeah, they're a cool know, bike. Yeah, like, they weigh, like, 200 kilos. But yeah. the the engine, it, I never... It's like riding a two-stroke. Like, yeah. I used to have a CR250. It's like... You can actually gas a 200-kilo motorbike over a pothole. Like, that's how much power this thing's got. Oh, dude, they're no joke. <laughs> it's so fun. Have you have you done much riding recently? Like, would that be the main riding that you've done on one of those things? Yeah, man. Well, I had a... Um, I, my my All my mates in Gundawindi have got motorbikes, and uh, I was riding Dad's GS650. We do, a, like, a border bunch ride where we... Because yeah. we're, we're all from the border, and we t- do a big ride. But I recently, man two weeks ago just bought an xt 600 oh sick yeah i'm i'm so pumped man it's um like uh brett blake he's another comedian yeah um we've got a, a podcast called flat stick where we just talk about motorbikes and fords you know yeah right and uh yeah because we love the ford the ford falcon you know the yeah. ef yeah. he re- he reckons the eb isn't going to be a classic but I, I reckon the eb will be a classic you know yeah <laughs> but uh all we do is talk about the beauty of the dr 650 but i kind of i wanted something with a bit more bottom end power so i saw this kind of piece of shit XT600 and the dude's like look you will have to do a bit of work on it yeah. but this thing's got some bottom end grunt you know like I, I wanted to get an XR600 yeah that's a really good bike um, but they're expensive now you know yeah. and my dad had one and I used to fly around on that a couple of years ago but then uh, yeah so this is the first bike I've bought in a while and I'm I'm so pumped when I get back to Melbourne and ride it man you know yeah. it's just yeah, and, and uh, Brett's got a DR650, so yeah, we're really keen. I'd, I'd rather, like, I see you guys, like, I follow you on Instagram, like, kind of shit, and I see you guys, like, flying around the tracks. I'd much rather do that, but I live in Melbourne. I can't buy a Ute. I can't, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I've got to stick with fat old adventure bikes, yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Dude, honestly, like, it, it's a fuck around. I mean, yeah, we're, yeah. we're looking for, like, land that we can get so that we yeah. can have our own track somewhere because like yeah. it does it's fucking annoying to <laughs> like, I live in an apartment so yeah. like last night I was changing my chain and sprockets at 8 o'clock and my fucking bike was still dirty so I'm like <laughs> setting up a gurney in this apartment building and I'm like <laughs> and I'm cleaning the rear I was just like fuck oh, we really need to sort this out because riding is a bit of a fuck around it's definitely a project yeah man yeah yeah we are like uh, I don't know it is a weird because you do like humans I don't know, growing up on a farm and stuff, I didn't w- like rough roads. Like, one of my mates took me four-wheel driving, and I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like, what's this? And he's like, when does it when does it start? Do we do jumps and shit? And he's like, no, this is it. I was like, what, you just drive on a shit road? And I'm like, <laughs> this is what I wanted to avoid. You know, like, what, what's this? But then I, I'm, I, I don't want to bag it out because I get the same way. On you know, My dad and I, when we're riding, um, we just 
we just start at Sandstone Point and then we just rode, rode to the Glasshouse Mountains. Yeah, yeah. Just all forest tracks, just all dirt. Yeah. Just It's beautiful hauling. through there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's perfect for a 1200 because the worst thing about that bike is it's so heavy and it's such a it's just a big ice skate when you stop yeah like you just slide yeah so if you can see in front of you the further you can see in front of you the more you can gas it yeah because then yeah. you can go oh yeah okay i'm coming in that corner you know yeah there's no pulling those things up quick no 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 way man no so we yeah. saw a we saw a bunch of dudes on um there was like that bmw 1200 and then a bunch of the big ktms because we rode oh, up cape yeah. york last year Oh, yeah. I heard that's the best ride ever, Dude, man. Dude, it's insane. We're doing it again this year in October. Oh. And um, so I just rode... I rode a uh, unregistered KTM 450 motocross oh, bike sick. with motocross gearing. It was fucking torture. <laughs> I just like... Just just in neutral the whole time. Oh, man. It <laughs> was... Fu- Dude, there were some days where like you'd get 45 minutes to the tank and like well, I just had to wait 15 minutes for the car to catch up, <laughs> fill me up with fuel and then go again. So just all day. It was like five times that happened. I was just like, this is fucking torture. But, um, but yeah, we saw a bunch of dudes on those those bmw 1200s and and uh the big ktms and like man a lot of bike like there were some sections especially like near in the jardine river national park yeah where it's just like deep 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 sand and you can only ride in like the wheel ruts of the four-wheel drives that go through so there's just like a four-wheel drive track that's been there forever and um man i just could not picture riding one of those big fuckers through all that yeah, like we, I went a bit too daredevil. Like we'd always go, you know, gullies and stuff. My, yeah, my yeah. dad and I would always walk down and check it out, but it kind of became not fun after a while because we're like, man, if this twelve hundred is bottom of this gully, like we'll have to just leave it there. Yeah, yeah. like there's no way, yeah. no, nothing's coming in there. Yeah. We don't know anyone with a four wheel drive good enough to come in here and pull it out, you know. Yeah. Um, but it was it was so cool because Dad was like, I I don't think anyone will believe that you rode that through there. You know, it's just because. I don't know. I guess I rode it. I was that excited to get on a bike, yeah, and just that. I don't know. I guess just adrenaline filled it. It, it, it no longer was a twelve hundred anymore. It was yeah, like yeah. a CR. Like I was just one time I stuck my leg out for the corner because I was just so excited to yeah. get to get back to the main road, you know, because we're just going through those deep four wheel drive ruts and stuff. But yeah, it was awesome, man. It's such such a great feeling, you know. Yeah. No, you are right. It's so cool too. Like uh, I. Not like take it for granted, but yeah. you know when you ride so much, like when when you come across someone like you, that's just got like that moto froth, like just full oh. full on froth. You're like, yeah, this is it is a sick thing to do. Man, it's so cool because yeah, talking about those KDMs, you know, like that's that's the perfect bike. That KDM 690. Yeah, that's like because it looks like motocross. Can you, you know, you still upright. Can you pull it up? I've never really had that good of a look at them, eh? Man, just stock. They look sick, like crazy. I feel uh, like adventure riding yeah, is at, oh dude that is pretty sick huh? like because that's an adventure bike but it looks it looks motocross you know go to the I think go to that's, the one with the, yeah, the dirt tires yeah yeah the one with the yeah I think that's yeah. the different model where it's just like it rips man Enduro, uh, because usually the um the 690s you know usually you get to your adventure bikes like the DR650 or whatever yeah they're a bit they're a bit low on the bottom end but this what's thing what's that one down there Ronan Oh the man, fairing and shit on it. it looks like nah, that kit going across. Yeah, that's like the rally yeah, yeah, kit. Yeah. Oh damn. Oh, yeah, yeah, that thing is pretty sick. 
Yeah, my mate uh, in Gundawindi, his dad's got a 690 and a 1200 um, KTM. Yeah. So do they do a 12, They do a 1200 in one of them, eh? I think it's a 1200 or 1100. I could be wrong. I could be... Oh, yeah? Oh, oh that might be the Super nah, Duke. That's a yeah. road one. They're a sick bike. Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Adventure. Yeah, and it's just So, like, yeah, they're the ones that we were seeing, and I was just out. like, fuck, man. That thing looks too big. Yeah, yeah. They're too big. That, but, yeah, I mean, I guess it just depends on the kind of riding that you're doing. But that 690 one, that looks like a good Cape York bike. Man, yeah, yeah, exactly. It would be perfect for that kind of thing. And it, the, But my dream is, man, my dad's got, you know, the Beamer 1200. Yeah. My dream is to, like, yeah, get so rich, buy him, buy him the new one. Because, yeah. like, Germany, you know, in Germany, the BMW factory, they just apparently said to the engineers, we want um, 20 kilos stripped off it. And we want, I don't know, 40, I don't know, I forget how they measure it. Like, Dad's, Dad said it's got 40% more horsepower than his. Wow. The new ones. And and I want to get his old one. Yeah. And then just make it motocross. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> got- do people do, like, conversions on them to, like... I haven't fully researched. I have seen I've seen people turn them into, like, um, you know, scramblers. Yeah, Which yeah, is sick. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I would love to do something like that. But, yeah, because... It's such a pig to ride. Yeah. And then my my brother used to have a uh, an XR650, yep. which was and I would get I would get off the 1200, jump on the 650, and it just the 650 felt like a missile. Yeah. Like I felt like I was untouchable. Like I was like fuck, just you know, on the back wheel, just like oh my god, I can turn corners. This yeah, is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the ultimate dream, man. You know, that's why I love coming. Coming to the Gold Coast because, like, yeah, I'm chasing the dream in Melbourne or whatever, you know, whatever. I don't, I don't care what I'm doing. But it, you come to the Gold Coast and people are like, yeah, well, I just do my job for 50 hours a week, yeah. but then I just have my own personal playground, you know. Yeah. Like, hey, I've got this, I've got this many rigs. I can, yeah. I, you know, you, you see the coolest hotted up cars here, you know, or, and the coolest hotted up bikes, but in like. Melbourne people are like, yeah, I'm just trying to keep my head above water. Yeah. All right, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it kind of does feel like that a lot in <laughs> yeah. those big cities. Eh? Yeah, 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 man. Yeah. But here we just like, I just think it's like a space thing here. Yeah. Like we've just got a lot more space to do shit and a lot less people. Yeah, man. And the Gold Coast is like, it's loose, you know. You come here, it's cool seeing guys like you because I think the Gold Coast used to be a place where people weren't making... Um, opportunities mm. you know it wasn't a place where people would make opportunities it seemed like culture had kind of stood to a standstill but then you got guys i see you know guys like you and harry bink and yeah you know all those guys you're kind of affiliated with um and you guys are making something here you're making a community you're making yeah. you're making like dusty rich who yeah. you interview man that, that guy's like oh, have you met dusty man i performed with him a lot um, oh that's awesome I, I just did his circus show oh sick okay um, he's like you know he's t- totally underrated he the guy's he a genius is, huh? you know all that stuff is he he he's starting a community yeah you know like that's what i love like imagine living here like it's a lot cheaper than, besides you know near the beach but yeah. it's a lot cheaper than melbourne if if you live out of fucking helen's vale or whatever or bow desert or some shit yeah you've got everything to yourself and you just drive to the beach in one hour yeah and then you can still get loose at a club or yeah. whatever you know there's no metal clubs here which is unfortunate or rock and roll like, yeah, you know, yeah. Is, yeah no. but you know yeah i'll dance at techno if they want me to i guess i don't know <laughs> a <laughs> bit of sandstorm yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no you are right man like it's funny people have been saying more and more uh 
over the like definitely over the last few months like fuck you guys have like really got your own thing going on like yeah we got you know like my brother's here with his agency and then he's got like toby price jack miller jack Dewan, like a bunch of um like chas monster some v8 guys so like they're a lot of the v8 supercar dudes are here now and they were yeah. in melbourne um and then you've got like sammy from fist and yeah. then all of the the like the two dudes that are going to the Olympics for Australia for BMX, they're on the Gold Coast now. Yeah. You got Harry and that whole scene. Um, and then, yeah, like Dusty with the comedy stuff. So I really think we are starting to create our own little culture. And the cool part too is that now I think we're all getting big enough to where like we don't really need anybody's no. like help. Like we can literally dictate our own terms that we're running shit on and i think it yeah i think it is pretty cool what's actually starting to happen it's very inspirational man like it's so cool because you guys you guys got to fight for what you want like mm. all this you have to fight for you know like if someone told me that i'd be on a podcast on the gold coast two years ago i'd be like fuck off yeah like yeah. i don't want to know about it like yeah. a, a podcast on the gold coast well what's it about thick shakes or some <laughs> shit you know yeah, yeah but like now i'm like whoa i can learn from this guy you know because you've had to fight you've you've had every person you've probably met on the gold coast would have been like before you did this were like what's a podcast like yeah, what are you dude. doing like why 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 haven't you got a hammer yeah like what do you <laughs> yeah. well it's funny you say that man like, i feel like that, why i love having comedians on like yourself yeah. and like luke and dusty and, and lewis is that i feel like you guys are a student of the podcast game yeah and you know what a podcast can actually be like and it's not an interview and i've always tried to have my that style and i've tried i feel like there's guests that come on and i'm literally educating them like this is how this is gonna go and yeah. it's gonna be cool but you just gotta trust me you know and uh and i think it's like slowly starting to come around but yeah fuck dude when i started like there was people didn't really know what a podcast was and i it's honestly i think it's only just been really recently that people even uh i don't know because i feel like that shit gets to a point where it's like oh okay that's a thing now yeah and it's not like a yeah come here you know come and go type of deal oh man yeah people like yeah a you probably feel like that as a comedian podcasts podcasts for a lot of work man and it's the, probably the most feedback i've had about anything like i've been doing stand-up for 12 years yeah i, I, I love it um i probably got to be a bit smarter about it now like I, I, i'm tired of only only you know up until a month or two ago i was like i'm, t I'm tired of sleeping on couches i'm tired of you know yeah I'm, I'm tired of working for a couple of hundred bucks a night i just kind of would like to stay in melbourne and do my own thing you know yeah um you know i'm getting engaged and all that kind of shit but like the um you know so you got to be a bit responsible and be a bit smarter the way you work yeah um but like the like uh we started my friend mike g and i just started a podcast a couple of years ago and man people are far more engaged than my my stand-up you know mm. and it's a lot uh like stand-up is a lot of hard work it's a lot of like fucking humiliation and Dude, rejection yeah. and it's 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 hard work but the but the highs are whoa you yeah, know it's like yeah, yeah. crawling through the desert for heroin you know yeah, you get yeah. to the other side you're like yes yeah you know whereas like podcast people you, you can kind of keep it and as long as you're consistent as long as you keep it out people fall in love with it people are just like yeah man you know like yeah and we we were lucky because our like uh we do a podcast called the phone hacks yeah and what we do is we just hack each other's phones and go through each other's phones and we got a guest we'll Fuck, get that's we'll, awesome we'll get you on sometime man yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's terrifying um i've my i'm dead my soul is dead now like <laughs> after doing it for three years like yeah. you know because we get like one time mike got me to text my 
my uncle like i had a dream we 69 you know all that kind of shit yeah 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 <laughs> we did we made luke kidgel uh post that he like a real emotional post like yeah. i went around the markets and i realized i love my girlfriend and all this shit <laughs> <laughs> and we also got in a post that he needed a job that he's like oh man i've I know I'm a pretty big podcaster and YouTube guy, but yeah, I, if anyone's got any cash work, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was that was good, man. But now uh, we got, we got in with a good concept and a good time, like yeah. three years ago, or whatever. But I would hate to get into it now because yeah. everyone's doing it. Yeah, and everyone thinks it's not much work. They're like, "Oh, you just got to talk on the on the microphone." You're like, "Nah, you got to be like, bam, bam. You got to be cons- you got to sometimes, man. I've I've heard some of your your things and you get guys from motorsports that aren't good at talking yeah and yeah. it's your job to make them good at talking and i i hear you sometimes like going all right let's work around this okay that's not good dead end there and they're not bad people oh they're yeah. just not used to it you yeah. know so it's so cool fucking yeah seeing like doing a podcast myself listening to you going uh yeah um oh yeah fuck he's well the, he's the, really wor- the worst part too is that so what you have to do and I don't like I don't know that people understand yeah Yeah. like when someone's not really talking then I've got to talk yeah and then (laughs) I've got to talk about my own experiences and I've got to do go into like my own like vault yeah to try and then encourage another story another you know what I mean but then so like the problem is I'm like falling on the sword when I do that because then people like fuck all you do is talk about yourself Yeah, yeah and it's like well I literally just sit there and go like, yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sometimes uh, Mike just looks at me, like when we've got a guest, yeah. and I'm like trying to fill the space. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember when, uh, mm. you know, my you know, my grandfather was a policeman and he put his foot through a man's chest. You know what I mean? And, 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 and it, as you're saying the story, you're like, oh, please, please. Yeah, we always get me. there. Yeah. yeah, and then he'll, he'll jump. He's like, okay, I can see you struggling good, yeah. you know. But it's so funny, man, because we take you know our podcast quite seriously we fucking you know we like we're comedians we want to be yeah. like bam 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 but it's so funny man because sometimes I listen to you and you're just like scrolling or you go for a piss and just yeah. leave the guy there to talk on the phone i'm like can't when you just fucking edit this out well that like, actually punchy. that actually was a mistake <laughs> <laughs> i thought i did but i like i like oh, really? sa- i saved the wrong file so like i did it and then i saved it and then i uploaded the wrong one so that was just that was on me but also luke think i'm sorry mate. <laughs> oh man no that was a great app and but, i had so many people message me about that that was fucking funny but that was a but, the, but things like that or just scrolling on the tv and you're just talking about shit yeah it's a holiday for me yeah because like i i wouldn't do that on you know what i mean on mine yeah, or whatever sometimes yeah. we do well how long do you guys go for only an hour. Yeah. Okay. And we just like... It's got to be punchy. It's hi- you, yeah. highly adrenaline-based. Uh, because yeah, we're yeah. going through each other's Have phones. Have you got like clips and stuff on YouTube of it? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Just type it. I want to watch something. Uh, the Phone Hacks podcast. Um, I want to watch we some... Did, I want some context. We didn't... Uh, if, if you go... Just the, type in Phone Hacks podcast. Yeah, the Phone Hacks podcast. See, this stuff like this, this is great. Because <laughs> this is all dead air. But you make it work. Um, oh, it's C A W P E R, and and probably just just pro- type in just phone, phone hacks podcast. Yeah, the phone hacks podcast. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've got a video here. I don't know if it does much justice. We made it pretty poorly. Hit subscribe, please, Ronan. Oh yeah, thanks. Um, but we had uh, yeah, we've got like 
uh, those are um, wait the, you had Arisha Fear on yeah yeah he's a what? he's a good friend of mine I was on his podcast no shit yeah he's a he's a crazy guy you know he uh, what? play that play that clip with Ari maybe yeah yeah so this is pretty this is pretty weird right bit of contest bit of context now put it up turn it up so for those listening Ari Shafir is one of like the bigger comedians in the world celebrity or a random on Instagram Capper what do you got for me Um, let me see this is fucking awesome Uh, I've got a good one for you yeah (laughs) great I got a I got a good one Mike Um, so I don't know there's a uh, a good a comedian I've done a podcast with a few times a really big comic in a in Australia I bagged you out about dead air but man I'm dead air and I'm huge here uh, (laughs) I'm really fucking this up you did a a tweet um, a while in isolation. I'm well, he did a tweet, and it said, um, "Sorry." Oh, I he put up a me. challenge. You know how people are yeah. doing all those challenge bullshit things. Yeah. He was like, "If you can hit a tennis ball on one side of your house and then run through your house and catch it on the other side, you win this challenge." <laughs> and he fucking hits the tennis ball and then this runs is Andy Lee, his right? mansion and then catches it before landing in his infinity pool, right? <laughs> and so I fucking, I retweeted it and I was like, oh, what a fun challenge for everyone. Run through your mansion and catch a tennis ball. You know, like we can all relate. And then, um, yeah, so that's what you're talking yeah, about. So I'll, I'll, yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking about. I'll, I'll share Wait, did he I'll really sh- do it? That was set up. No, he, he, he did he, it. He, re- he really did it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a, it's a print. Yeah, so that's the, uh, and then, then Mike did this uh, kind of, you know, got it. It got some great traction. It was real funny. Um, but man, I thought I've taken this screenshot and I'm going to email it to you. Yeah. Um, so what are you getting to do here? Uh, you have to say to him, send oh, him this screenshot. Yeah. And just go. Um, sorry, I got it here. Uh, I'm sorry, I did this tweet. Uh, I did not mean for it to burn any bridges. Oh, God. <laughs> Stay funny. <laughs> so you have a screenshot of the tweet and you want me to send him a private apology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I did this tweet. It was only a joke and I did not mean for it to burn any bridges. Stay funny. Oh <laughs> <laughs> we got um because <laughs> so I was gonna be like, Ugh, these fucking idiots. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, he, he doesn't well, care. Why Bridges? You're just trying to get to know me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's like, what did you get? Two retweets, 70 likes? Oh, fuck it. <laughs> what a man. That is pretty fucking funny. Pause that, Ronan. Oh, man, yeah. So it was it was really funny because, yeah, Andy Lee yeah. Uh, responded. Oh, and what and he's like, um, and he responded and said, um, yeah, whatever, mate. You know, like just thought it was a funny thing. Yeah. And then... Um, he, he then he wrote to me and said, "Hey man, I'll come on the podcast." Really? So Andy Lee came on, no, and shit. Mike didn't know. So he's done this fucking narky tweet, like, "Ooh, I'm in my mansion," and now they're good friends. No like, way. Yeah, now they like play because they play tennis. They both play. T- <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird, man. So we got Ari Shafir on that episode to tweet. Uh, what did we get him to tweet? We got him to do this tweet that was insane like yeah. it, we got him to do this tweet about um paul walker dying or something oh. like that like and it was fucked man <laughs> yeah and people <laughs> went bananas yeah yeah oh, yeah, fuck. yeah um because he was in trouble over the he tweeted this tweet about kobe bryant 
What did uh, he say? Um, oh, it was something about like, you know, shame he died in the helicopter crash. Whatever. He does it with every dead celebrity. Yeah, yeah. He got in a lot of trouble though, like death threats and everything. So we got him to tweet this picture of Kobe Bryant waiting for Paul Walker. <laughs> in heaven <laughs> so it was so oh. fucked man it's the worst podcast you could ever do we recorded an episode um, yesterday and Mike got me to send a message to Tom Gleason saying yeah. hey man how you going because I've gigged with him before he's like hey man how you going just wondering if you could watch a few stand up clips and <laughs> a few of my stand up clips and see what you think <laughs> oh that's so fucking hacky <laughs> he saw it didn't reply anything back and then so that was a few months ago and then yesterday Mike's like yeah I want you to tweet him like send him a, a direct message again going hey man just wonder if you got time to see those clips oh. <laughs> and then Tom actually wrote back he wrote man I saw the clips they were shit <laughs> sorry to get back to you earlier <laughs> I was looking through my thousands of DMs <laughs> that's so fucking good so yeah. where did you guys come up with that the idea for that because that's a genius like, idea for a comedy podcast um, Mike came up with it uh, I, and so is he in America doing this and you guys are on like a call or is he in Melbourne as well with you yeah this was during lockdown so this is when we couldn't even go to each other's houses uh, but he is based in Melbourne yeah he's based in Melbourne yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, he um, Ari was in uh, in the States he was just in lockdown at his at his parents yeah, um, right. I think he was like smoking a joint in his room in his parents room or something he's like it was like he was 15 or whatever that's fucking funny so yeah Mike was on a cruise ship once and he he was talking to another comic and he was just he's like look at all the fucking weird notes in my phone like as com comedians you just yeah, have weird yeah, notes yeah, like yeah. eels or some shit or yeah. you know what if I fucked a cat or whatever you know what I mean <laughs> yeah, just yeah. stuff like that and he's like you should just do a podcast on what you do find in people's phones so we go through each other's camera roll draft tweets it's very hard to find guests some guests like some of our good mates oh, who yeah. are big get, like who are big celebrities I'd have to do a thorough clean out before like, I come on that yeah, yeah man <laughs> I'd have to do a thorough thorough clean out <laughs> yeah 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 exactly man so we, we were kind of getting along at the time we didn't I didn't I knew Mike well-ish like I'd done a few gigs with him um, but uh, he was like oh man I think you'd be good uh, you know we could just do it and then we we just did a few episodes where it's just him and I I got him to tweet um, R.I.P. Dad Oh. that's it <laughs> oh, oh, oh that's unreal and people were messaging him going are you okay man like what why would you tweet this and all oh. this stuff yeah horrible man horrible and yeah he he got me to i got a lot of like when the you know the uh the me too thing was starting up <laughs> quite heavily and uh hannah gadsby was in a lot of you know she was she brought out uh this netflix you know yeah, um, yeah. that was amazing the show was amazing I, I loved it and uh, <laughs> he got me to tweet though um, just saw Nanette not for me more like no 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 thank you right? <laughs> <laughs> and people were like messaging me going man you gotta take that down like people are fucking sensitive about this like friends were like man I know this is for your podcast but take it down like and I'm pretty sure cause like I've, I've had drinks with like Hannah before like before she blew up you know yeah. like going out or whatever at comedy festival nights whatever yeah, yeah. and I'm pretty sure I was friends with her on Facebook at the time <laughs> I'm like just in stress for like hours just oh. like because we take it some, oh, some we take down after yeah, know, an hour yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah man <laughs> but what's like what's your thoughts on if something is just for comedy yeah 
Like, why should there be... Like, if someone's like a, a tweet like that and you're like, hey, it's just for our podcast, we just like have to say this fucked up thing for, yeah. the, for the lol. But like, should that... Should that even be a problem? Like, why do people... You know, once people are given context, like, obviously, when you yeah. don't have context, yeah. then that's where, like, it it can get, uh, you know, like, it gets the reaction. But then as soon as you're like, hey, this is what we do, it's this podcast. Well, like, I don't know. Shouldn't that be enough to just, like, chill the situation out? Yeah, it is. It is. But sometimes people want to... Or that's all they see. Yeah. They see, they see you... Um, you know, they might see the they might see that bit, but then they don't see the edit later on. Yeah, they've already yeah. seen the post. Or yeah, yeah. But I think it's okay because yeah, it has. Um, as I said before, it's it's dead in my soul towards social media. Yeah, it's actually improved my look towards social media. Like I don't take it seriously at all now. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, and it's cool because people like we we get a lot of we've got like a Facebook group where we post. You know, uh, fans can post in you know suggestions and all that kind of stuff. And it's so cool because at the start they were like posting mean things. Oh, we should do this t- for you know, like a mean thing. Yeah, do, you know? yeah. And but now what we do is we post things just to get the people who take social media too seriously. Too serious, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's that's what that, that that's the bait. Those are the people we're getting in. You know, yeah. we don't we don't want to rub anyone up the wrong way. Yeah. Like because the people with lives, they're like, oh, who who cares? Yeah. You know, um, oh yeah, that's funny. You know, but the people we don't you know we want to get in yeah are the ones that take it too seriously you know and and after doing this for a while i realized i did take social media too seriously you know yeah right in what way uh just like pressure on oh what should i post oh is that too yeah you know is that too hate filled or is that too or will this spark too much controversy fuck that's got to be a bit of a burden as a comedian because like comedy because the things that are funny are like fucked up yeah, oh, and, man. and I think it's like a way to deal with. It's almost like a way of acknowledging how fucked up something is. It's like all you can do is laugh at some shit, right? Oh man, that's exactly it, and that's that's what I love about it because we post fucked up stuff now, and it's almost like it's kind of dumb in a way though because we do post fake opinions and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But I think deep down sometimes we just want to say that shit yeah yeah <laughs> like well, we are sick fucks <laughs> deep down we just want to say it yeah but we just make a guest do it instead of us <laughs> it's the most cowardly thing <laughs> you could ever do well that whole saying like it's funny because it's true yeah, yeah that's fucking very true to say you know it's just sparked if you know it sparked a lot of stuff but yeah we we love we love posting like you know shrek porn and stuff like that that is the best you know like that is that tickles me every time you know, <laughs> it never gets old. oh it never gets old and the fact that dudes have just sat in front of a computer and 3d animated can like, you please shrek fucking please find me some shrek porn <laughs> please let's find come on ronan, oh, just, come on, ronan. Just, yeah just drawings man the drawings are so shrek fucking beautiful <laughs> shrek porn let's fucking go oh yeah man yeah yeah just turn the volume down <laughs> is that so just go to images actually yeah, I don't yeah. watch the images are the best, man. Oh, yeah. Look at that. <laughs> it rules. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Man, you just look at this stuff and you're just like... Who's got... I don't know. Yeah. Who's who's got... Who's doing this? Yeah. <laughs> the donkey. The donkey. The donkey. Fuck yeah. That's a nice boulder. <laughs> and how it's got the, like the lady and she's got a dick. Or it's got like... Fiona from Shrek porn gay fetish and it's just got the biggest dicks ever. Yeah, it's this so, is bizarre. It's so 
funny, man. And uh, it makes me laugh every time. And it's also it's awesome because <laughs> we just get this is fucked up. We just get our mates to DM this kind of stuff to their friends. You know, <laughs> like that's our podcast is. You know, um, yeah. I think we got the idea from Becky Lucas. She's really she she posts sometimes like just a, 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 a Shrek porn you know still and people are like is this the phone hacks and it's like no no you know <laughs> this is for fun this yeah is, yeah this is actually my pastime yeah man and yeah that's also like people who do post like you know real emotional posts or or shit posts or whatever people always screenshot it and send it to us like was this you guys were you guys on the thing yesterday you know and we're like no no that's, that's just, just up. unfortunately that's them <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah social media is a fucking weird place man it's it's uh it's cool to do it in a, a spot like that. People are like, I can't believe you're still going. Like you haven't run out of <laughs> yeah. new things. But yeah, we we always seem to find new things like like uh, comments and things like mm. that. You know, commenting on other people's photos, like saying, "This isn't a good photo," <laughs> or <laughs> <laughs> or one guy sent us a listener sent in um, a thing where you just send someone a selfie of you smiling, and you say. <laughs> Still wearing the smile you gave me. <laughs> That's so fucking so random and weird. Yeah, you're so That's good. so good. It's the best, man. And we still wheel that one out every now and then. We're like, look, we know we've done this one before, but let's do it again. You know, like <laughs> this is a, this is an old favorite, yeah. old faithful. Yeah, yeah. So it's good, man. It's um, it's it's actually changed my attitude towards social media and mm. our, our fans are real cool like podcast fans as you probably know there's a, there's a lot of dorks out there that really uh <laughs> really you know dm you some weird shit or whatever um but however it's cool like our fans are so cool they're respectful mm. you know you, you got to train them of course you got to be like hey this isn't cool what, yeah. what are you posting you know yeah. some stuff in the group were like oh no 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 don't don't don't, don't post that you know what i mean oh we've got to take it down straight away you know yeah but uh yeah like to, to get the to get cool fans you know like yeah. your, your fans of this are probably really really cool because you uh you've got no holds barred mm. you're like this is my personality this is this is who i am you know? well fuck man i just feel like i plan on doing this for ages and yeah. it's just like i just oh, i couldn't do an act like we we're talking um uh brooke evers come on the podcast the other day yeah have right, you ever yeah. heard of her yeah yeah the yeah. DJ? yeah 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 that's so, nuts man yeah she's a legend like we've been friends for ages and yeah. she we finally got together to do it and and we're just talking we got on the topic of drugs and i was just saying like um she's like oh, i don't really like uh psychedelics yeah and then i was like oh <laughs> I, man honestly like my most profound experience on drugs was on mdma yeah and um and then anyway so i went into like the experience and stuff like that and she was just like she was funny like she's like what does your mum think about that and it's just like oh well, fuck she probably doesn't really like it yeah but she also doesn't listen to every episode yeah but um it's just like fuck it just is what it is like i'd tell my friend about that yeah you know like i wouldn't yeah. i wouldn't hide <laughs> that from my friends so i just feel like i just fuck open book and because that way you're just not like you're just not having to change yourself and then remember like oh what did, oh, what's my stance on this what's my you know which which oh, which way did yeah. i come at that it's just easier just to be your fucking self because otherwise it's too hard and even just in one podcast for three hours it's too hard to yeah be anything other than yourself anyway as well you know yeah yeah man it's a great release for me because <clears throat> my stand-up is um uh, I, I I recorded like a special last year 
Oh no, the year before. Sorry, yeah. It was just an hour of my best stuff, and a, a lot of it's like you know bizarre concepts and stuff like that. Yeah. But a, a, a lot of it's a bit fucked up as well. Like you know what I mean. Like <laughs> yeah. uh, a, a lot of it relies on a bit of shock. Yeah. But it's also like stuff you're like, oh yeah, concepts I've never thought about. You know, yeah, like yeah. oh that, those attitudes towards experimenting you know with with kinky sex and shit like that you know yeah um but now i'm trying to kind of write clean yeah just for the exercise i'm trying to like okay this is a i'm trying to write bizarre but with no shock value yeah like i don't want to shock because that's what your mind goes to sometimes you go oh that's Um, a bit like it's easy like that because you've got uh, like the shock factor yeah man exactly exactly but with phone hacks um and and the flat stick i'm just open yeah we talk about the worst shit ever yeah like we talk about yeah the the worst stuff and but it's it's i have so much fun yeah and it's cool having those restrictions on my stand-up um because uh i i I, if if i do want to do a rude thing it's got to be really good yeah it's got to be really good so do you do do you just do like more clean stand-up nowadays i try to man i I really do try to because i want to uh i just want to put those restrictions on myself to see if i can do it yeah yeah Yeah. because uh yeah i'm and and you just got to look hard enough you just got you got to work a whole lot harder yeah there's a lot more sacrifice there's a lot there's a lot harder gigs um but to to do that yeah that's that's what i maybe i'll go back to like other stuff later on and i still write the concept down even if it is dirty yeah i've still got to do it but um now i'm trying to go clean yeah because i i don't know i guess some of my favorite comics uh you know or favorite things it didn't really rely on too much rude things yeah, you know what yeah. i mean or you got like a have you seen nate bagazzi no nah. oh man he's so good he's really? in netflix yeah he's killer and yeah, he's I don't all have, clean i don't have netflix or any yeah um, yeah i've kind of missed a few things because of not doing the netflix oh no nah. who cares man you've got a lot of it, it, your life is more exciting than netflix i'd rather yeah but there's some cool <laughs> shit that I, I probably would benefit from watching you know yeah 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 it, it's all to fill in time Dude, you know? know who um one of the last comedy specials I watched was Kevin Hart's last one. Yeah, yeah, right. Fuck, that was good. Man, like, that guy works. Dude, and and to, to your point, like, not a lot of crazy, dirty shit in there at yeah, all. Yeah, like, yeah, it was yeah. just very, his life, yeah. life in general, and fuck it was funny dude like he really <laughs> yeah. did you did you watch that one no nah, i haven't watched it yet man i'm i a guy like kevin hart it, like is i, watch I feel it. like it'd be very different to what you're doing but yeah yeah it's not really up my uh alley but i love uh i love those guys because i can learn a lot from them yeah um i'm i guess i'm a weird thinker kind of guy yeah so therefore i don't i've never had to work that hard but then also now i do have to work hard because yeah. everyone's really good Instead, everyone's a lot better than me, so I've got to work. I've actually got to sit down and write for a few hours a day now. Yeah. Whereas I should be writing eight hours a day or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I um, but guy like Kevin Hart, he just he's like doing the grind, and yeah. and I love him. I love the, his attitude towards like just work, work, work. Yeah, yeah. He just yeah. he's like, I want to look, I want to be funny, but also want to look good naked. Yeah, you know, yeah. all that kind of shit is like, yeah, awesome. You know, like, but it's so weird because if you turn down the volume on that documentary series he did, 
it looks like he's an NFL player. Yeah. <laughs> like, you wouldn't know he's a comedian. Yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. working hard. He's like, yeah, you know, he's, yeah. he's going to his studio and he's always like wearing sports gear and getting in and out of like Jags and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> Planes and shit. Yeah, he's like the, uh, he's like the full on superstar comedian. Like he's like yeah. the rock star comedian, right? Yeah, he's like, um, he's a different, a whole different, you got to put him up there with like, Connolly or something like Billy Connolly yeah. or something like that where they're more than a comedian they're like a you know like a, a power source you know, yeah, they're like yeah. a they're like a yeah just this crazy untouchable work ethic you know yeah. but also he's like I want to be the first billion dollar comedian yeah, you know yeah. that's different from my objectives yes. I, I'm I'm different from that I COVID was very good for me because I've been you know I'm 38 I'm like I don't own anything um and comedy is fine to me uh but i want to i want it to be more fun mm. and i want it to be a unique experience for other people you yeah, know i don't yeah. know if i'll be successful in that but like I've, I've been studying to be a teacher's assistant you know just to get a job on the side or whatever and also um i've been drawing again so yeah your art's insane oh thanks man thanks i've been trying my you know, the iPads just totally yeah. revolutionized my drawing. Yeah. Like Procreate, man, if anyone used to draw, it's just so easy. Just pick it up and draw. I'm not sponsored by them or anything. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. know if you have any clashing sponsors. No, no, no. But man, yeah, uh, now I want to focus more on me being like an artist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like who cares if I've got to work a job for the rest of my life? I yeah. just want to fucking make cool shit, you know? That's like... Uh, that's, that's the whole reason why Brett and I bought dirt bikes. Yeah. Because we were like... Um, I was ter- I had to do an ad up here for Bolter. Yep. And uh, the, one of the guys who started at Sterling, he's the nicest dude ever, man. If you ever get down there, just he's the he's inspirational guy, right? He uh he he took me around the brewery after we shot the ad, and he's like, he, he's like, I said, what's this? And he's like, oh yeah, that was an ad where I dressed up as Elvis. I was like, why'd you do that? And he's like, you know, because I like Elvis and I just wanted to do it. And I called the beer handsome Elvis, you know, like yeah, yeah. he's like, yeah, this is the this is the thing. I used to work for Quicksilver, and we just I thought I'd just jump over someone on a scooter. So when Brett and I were filming our special, we wanted to, we needed to get like two hundred people in the comics lounge in Melbourne. So I was like, man, what are we gonna do? Let's film a promo. And I said, man, I've always I've always wanted to jump over fire on a BMX. <laughs> I hadn't written I hadn't written a, a BMX in years, you know, and. Um, I, I knew a few guys that were kind of like who were fans that all, all rode BMXs and I was like guys can you set this up for us <laughs> like fire in a BMX so we went around there took our shirts off I think it's got the if you go Nick Cap or Brett Blake yeah on um, like YouTube or yeah 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 um, it should come up Brett Blake yeah yeah that's it man yeah I think uh, yeah yeah that, that'll be it yeah that'll be it and man that's that that was this is one of the turning points to to make comedy fun again. So yeah, he's on the farm. There's some pigs. I love pigs. <laughs> Couple of good old boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stacked on the kegs back then. Brett's really funny. He's a really funny comic. He's down here at the moment. I'll I'll oh, yeah. I'll, I'll yeah, recommend yeah. Uh, him to come on. Yeah, he's got the nipple tassels. But then we uh, so he should. Yeah, yeah. And then we just we had a guy throwing fuel 
and then we just like jumped over these and man we <laughs> that's fucking unreal it burnt all the hair off my body <laughs> like I had like burns and um that fucking music was insane man too. yeah yeah it was just so so great but uh we after we did that we rang each other like in five minutes we're like man this is what i want to do yeah like the the adrenaline rush like having fun you know i I realized that doing comedy for so long i'd forgotten why i was doing it and it was just to have fun to be to be crazy you know to to do weird shit you know so yeah that was the turning point you know and during covid and stuff i was like oh yeah you know like doing comedy every night is is fun but it's not really i got to be smarter and yeah I've, i've got to make it fun for me again you know, so yeah, that's that's been the turning point. That's why I bought a dirt bike. I was like, yeah, like, let's make it fun. Yeah, need you know? need that outlet. Yeah, I mean, it, it that that's one of the things. I guess that's like one of just the general challenges of being a creator. Yeah, and I mean, especially like now for like Gypsy Tales, this thing yeah. is like Ronan's working here now. Yeah, and it's like a a thing where there's like you've there's like X amount of money he like has to come in yeah so it's like you know this morning you have like this fucking hectic morning it's like oh the show goes on yeah you've got to keep like you have to show up and it does become a job in a certain sense of the word but you have to constantly work to remind yourself and to um i guess like yeah just know why you're doing this it's like this is super fun like this is a great job that yeah the creative outlet but and I think people look at, especially like, uh, look to a comedian and be like, oh man, your job is just to be funny and make people laugh. But it's like, there is a grind that is involved in that. At no matter what level you are, like you just said, Kevin Hart. Yeah. It's like the grind that he's in and the grind that you're in. And then at the you have to grind to be successful. But if you can't figure out a way to make it fun in the meantime, then you're not going to be successful anyway. Yeah, that's it, man. And you also have to realize why you do things. That's what attracted me to your podcast or whatever is because, like, you're um, do, doing it about motorbikes mm. and talking about jiu-jitsu or whatever. That's not a, that's not a marketing move. You know what I mean? It's not a fucking – it's, it's not a thing like, oh, yeah, cool. Well, the motocross market, you know, they don't have a podcast. Time for me to get out there. Yeah, You're doing it like those videos where you – talking over the motocross with harry and stuff yeah, like that yeah. that's so fun to watch because it's just like wow these guys are like mates hanging out you know there is a bit of headaches and stuff to you yeah. know to record it and all that kind of thing but then the payoff's bigger you know yeah. like the highest get and who knows man you might just keep this going but you might wind it back and see oh man i want to be a jiu-jitsu instructor yeah, yeah you know what i mean like that's what i want to do now i'm i'm yeah and people are like man the podcast you could have got millions and yeah. you're like who gives a fuck man i'm putting people in arm bars for a job you know what <laughs> yeah, i mean like yeah. this is my you know you're talking talking to that fink guy and yeah and uh you know about your thing you know like that was highly inspirational the dude just doing bmx yeah and when he was drifting he didn't think about the money monetary he was just like i just want to fucking get this car sideways yeah you know? i just yeah. want to burn some shit you know yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah no you're so right and the the thing is too the with supercross companion in particular like yeah. that show actually is a fuck around to do and yeah. especially before 
we had there's like we actually changed a bunch of shit in the studio to try and make that easier because man my sundays for all of the the i think we've been doing it like three seasons of racing now yeah the those sundays dude were 12 hour days oh. so supercross would go for three hours and then i'd spend nine editing it because i had to do it all like manually Man. it was a fucking nightmare but on the flip side of that we get these dudes that will send in messages and DMs and stuff and be like, hey man, I've got no friends in that watch Supercross. I live by myself. I literally have no one to talk to Supercross uh, about Supercross 2. And you guys are like, I feel like you guys are the friends that I watch the races with. And yeah. you're just like, well, fuck. What do, you, what, am I, what do you do? Like, you've got to do it for those people. Yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, it's, and the coolest thing about those... Yeah, I know they're stressful, you know, but doing this now, it makes it so much easier. Yeah, yeah. You know, it makes it easy. You're like, oh, what? I don't have to fucking, you know, set all this shit up. And it's like, I just walk in the studio with this random guy, you know, like, yeah, great, yeah. awesome, done. You know, that's that's the cool thing about it. Yeah, I, I bet, I, I don't know. Um, That's also what the Sterling told me as well. He's like, man, to have to have something good, like to have something successful, mm. you got to think about quitting it at least. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. he's like, you yeah. could, everything successful you got to do, you got to think about quitting it. He said, like, if you don't think about pulling out, then fucking don't do it. He's like, you're not risking this, you're not pushing yourself hard enough. Like, yeah. phone hacks, Mike and I, sometimes it's really hard to find guests. Yeah. Sometimes, like, the equipment um, fucks up. Some, yeah, sometimes, like, he's on, he's on tour a lot, he, he tours a lot. Um, and like around Christmas time, like we were worn out. We've done seven months in lockdown. Yeah, and we we're doing as you know, man. You do you do um podcasts over Zoom. You you're fatigued. It's mm. terrible. It's uh, after doing twenty of them in a row, we're all like we're fatigued. We we're just burnt out. We we're we we're depressed. How often do you do them? Once a week, every yeah. Monday. Yeah, so. That's been one of the powers as well as um, the, the little the discipline that comes like that you had to imply to get it going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. Yeah, we hadn't done anything like that before. But uh, the guy, the guys from the I don't know if you've listened to the little Dum Dum Club. It's a very successful podcast in Australia. Uh -huh. um, yeah, it's it's huge. Um, they're good mates of mine. I'm on that podcast a lot. Yes. And uh, are they comedians as well? Yeah, yeah. Carl Chandler and Tommy Daslow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fucking. Uh, great guys. Well, Carl, not so much. He's an asshole. Um, yeah, he's a real. Cunt. I'll take you word. Yeah, for yeah. It. but he's, a, he's 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 one of those guys, one of those pricks you put up with. You know what I mean? Because you go you suffer them. Yeah, yeah, you suffer them because they they're lo pricks are loyal, man. Like good people, yeah. yeah, like nice people, yeah, whatever. They're flimsy. You know, pricks <laughs> are like go. either like I love you or I hate you, but yeah. also I'm going to tell you what's fucked about you a lot. You know what I mean? And I'm going to I'm going to be a liability anywhere, you know. But you're like, yeah, but he's loyal. He's loyal, you know. Yeah, that's true. Um yeah, so yeah, they they said man consistency. Just yeah. they said they've been doing this for 10 years. Every, wow. Every Wednesday. Can, it look, has can been you look that up, Ron? Little Dum Dum Club. It's actually cool, man. I should tell you about this actually. This is fits in the the uh the the Gypsy Tales kind of uh era is that they made me um yeah so they made me they they do live shows man 200 people wow they they they, they their 10 year anniversary show sold Episode out the, 542 yeah Fuck man yeah. yeah they sold out the uh athenaeum in uh in melbourne but it had to be postponed during oh, COVID. Bummer. but man i did this crazy thing so they 
I'm I'm one of the fucking whipping boys on this podcast, like because I'm because I'm a, a piece of shit weirdo. Yeah, and um, it's just easy. <laughs> it's just easy. <laughs> they fucking get into me so bad. I get them back sometimes, but uh, they 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 just just Carl is a big Manchester United. Oh, sorry, Liverpool fan. Liverpool yeah. fan. He's going to kill me. I was going to say he'll fucking he, murder, he'll you just murder me, man. He'll murder me. <laughs> but he's a big Liverpool fan. They were in the finals a couple of years ago, and uh, so he's like, "Oh, I want to go over there. Uh, would anyone want to do some shows in England?" And people were like, "Yeah!" Like they didn't know how many fans they had. They had three sold out shows. Wow! Straight away, and so they were like, someone wrote in and they said, "Hey, is there a way we can crowdfund to get Nick Capper over there?" No and, shit. And so we were like, "Well." We talked about it, and then I said, "Look, we won't get enough money." And they're like, "Man, what if, what if we try to raise enough money? And if there's not much money, you just go the shittest way possible, like the worst, <laughs> the worst, you know, stopovers, whatever, yeah, yeah. just to keep the price down." Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, why not?" You know. So oh, that's fucking torture to Europe. Oh man. <laughs> It was You're so f- a cunt of a thing to get to at the best of times. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. And we were like, so there was a fan who was a travel agent, and he's like, man, I'll put it together for you, right? Oh. So he's like, all right, so you got to fly to uh, Shanghai. Um, you, you, sorry, you fly to Kuala Lumpur, then Shanghai, <laughs> then catch a train, Shanghai, Fuck to that. catch a train to what's the other city in China? <laughs> What's the big one? Uh, Wuhan. Uh, yeah, Wuhan. Yeah, <laughs> you catch a train to uh, fuck. It's the big one. Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Oh, no, uh, no, not Hong Kong. Uh, the other one. Anyway, Bangkok? it doesn't matter. Um, no, that's Thailand. Fucking hell, bro. Edit that bit out, man. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> no, it, it all stays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but it, yeah, he's, so I had to catch a five-hour train to there, and then I flew to uh, Poland. Had what? a stop over there, and then in Warsaw. Yeah, in Warsaw. There you go. I got that one. Flew to <laughs> flew to Serbia. Oh uh, my god! And then stayed there for two nights. Then I flew to. <laughs> this is out of control. Man, then I flew to Austria. Caught a train from Austria <laughs> through Germany to France. Then hopped on a ferry boat from <laughs> France to England. <laughs> And, they, and I was like, man. How much did that trip cost? Man, I was like, what is it, $800? He's like, no, nah, man, it's like three and a half grand. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm not going to go on it then, great. And then people were like, yeah, we'll we'll put in the money. Oh. And I was like, if you if you get it to like three and a half, four grand, I'll do the whole thing in, in a tuxedo. <laughs> and I did, man. I got in a tuxedo. And then people were like, like Brett, he, he you know, he's the guy, right, Brett Blake, he... um. He said, man, I'll pa-. so people started sending in dares. They're like, man, I'll 50 bucks if you wear makeup the whole time. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, yeah. It's a, there's a, um, Is there like a go, video on Nick, it? Nick Kappa tuxedo trip, I think. Um, just on, on the, yeah, yeah, on YouTube. And so, uh, yeah, I, um, I did... Because uh, okay, oh, uh, the I did daily talk show boys talk about it. Yeah, yeah. So I was I was a guest on their thing, but maybe go yes. to the videos at the top. Oh, actually, it might be on my website, maybe. Oh, what's that one down there? Nick Kappa goes from Melbourne to New. Oh, Canada. that was the second trip I did. Oh, so fuck. Actually, if you go on my oh yeah 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 it'll if you go on my website website go back. Oh, oh yeah, nickkappa.com. That's it, man. That is fucking so funny, dude. So, yeah, if you scroll down, I think it's at the bottom there. Is this all... Is that all artwork that you've done? 
I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, um, this is fucking awesome. Days, I think. I don't know anymore. Uh, in a tuxedo from. I'd forgotten about London. this, and I was like, oh, on yes. the last day, tuxedos. I think they were meant to be comfortable, but look good. But they're definitely not comfortable once you've just been sitting on trains and planes for five days. <laughs> this started when the podcast, the Little Dum Dum Club, were doing their shows in England, and some people asked if I could go over. And then they set up a possible campaign to get me over there the shittest way possible. Oh. money, so I had to wear makeup. Russell Howard, comedian Russell Howard, put in five hundred dollars for me to get my hair straightened. So, and I tell you what, it has I had to get my. <laughs> but it's been pretty shit. Some of it. Tuxedos are not comfortable at all. They're not built for travelling, funnily enough. So where I started was I started in Melbourne, then I flew oh. to Kuala Lumpur. And then I went from Kuala Lumpur to China. So I went to uh, Shanghai. And then the moment I got off the Shanghai airport, I got straight into a taxi. And then went to that the train me station off, in Shanghai. Taxi. Caught the train to Beijing. Uh, so then after that, I flew to Poland. This is unreal. Flew to Belgrade. So this was all in succession. There was no overnight stays or anything, or not much time for me to look around. But Belgrade, great city. Bloody ugly, but really fun. Yesterday I flew from Belgrade to Vienna and then got on a train at Vienna, stayed overnight in Strasbourg uh, with my friend, and then now I'm on another train from Strasbourg to Lille, and then we're going from Lille to Calais in France, and then we are going to get a boat to Dover in England. Oh man, that's funny. That That's. We met this Australian couple on that ferry. <laughs> wow. How fucking good did a shower feel in London when you got there? Man, it was so good. It was... This suit is a part of me now. And the thing is, when you look like this, and you've got a suit, and you're carrying around a suitcase, you don't look like a composer or anything. You look like a crazy homeless man. Someone that is off the edge, okay? Fuck, that, that is, is awesome. awesome. Yeah, yeah, how good was the shower in London? Oh, man, it was so, so great. I was like, like, I felt, I felt like, like a new man. man. I felt, yeah, because yeah, uh, Russell, Russell Howard paid 500 pounds to get my hair straightened. So, so my, my hair was straightened at the start, but then it was all wire at the end. So I had a shower and everything. And then um, Carl rang me and he's like, man, before the live show, you've got to get your fucking hair straightened, right? So I was like, yeah, no worries. So I went to this... um. They call it like a like a, a reggae, reggae hair salon, salon. yeah, <laughs> in, in, in Hackney, and that, and that lady, uh, lady glitter, straightened my hair, and yeah, yeah she, she was so wild. She's eight, eight kids, still, still goes to Dorfs. Uh, yeah, yeah, I follow her on Instagram still. Fucking <laughs> 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 sick. So, so yeah, yeah, man, it was the, sh- the shower was so good. good. I appreciated everything so much. I was like, oh man, because it was how long was it? man, I couldn't tell you. I think it was about four or five days. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have any showers, anything in that time? No, no, nah, man. I just, I just kept... kept tri- and when, when we, we got, got to... Because I, 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 I kind of lied in that. I had one, one, one night in, uh, in, in Serbia. Serbia. Yeah. Um, and, and then my, my mates were like, like, man, you can take it off for like walking around. I was like, nah, keeping it on. Yeah, keeping it on. Why not, you know? I did a stand-up gig and it bombed like so bad. I got no laughs. No shit. Yeah, because people were like, why the fuck are you in a tuxedo? And I was drunk. And, and I, was I was walking, walking around. around. Where was, was that like, gig? 
in, in uh, yeah, yeah, in, in, in Serbia, Serbia in, uh, in uh, fuck, forget every um. Uh, I forget the city, but yeah, 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 yeah. the capital city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, man, man, it was in this comedy club. The guy arranged it for us. Um, oh, sorry, sorry, I had two nights. Yeah, yeah. So, so the first night I just stayed there, and then I walked around, and and uh, uh, but my uh, my, uh, my mate from Serbia said, "Man, don't, don't wear the makeup, makeup though." Oh, people are still a bit you know homophobic here. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't do that. But yeah, I was just I forgot I had it on after a while. I was just walking around the forts and stuff in it, just full tuxedo and and tails. I think, I think I was wearing, wearing a, tuxedo. a tuxedo. People, People wouldn't look twice, twice, but the tails. The tails. The tails, the tails makes you look insane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing my. I'm doing, doing a show about it at a comedy festival. festival. I, did I did it in Adelaide. Adelaide. I was meant to do it last year, but COVID and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, it's got all the fucking crazy stories because I did it again from Melbourne to Newcastle. Yeah. Just, but this time it was it was crazier, man, because you know, being from the country, you think that like. The, the moment, moment you rock, rock up in a place, place with tuxedo and makeup, people are going to laugh at you and be real dicks because people in the country are critical. Yeah, yeah. you know they're, 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 they'll, they'll, they'll tell you what they're thinking. Like you're, you're fucked, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, yeah. you do a, you do a gig in the country, they're like, yeah, the third joke wasn't good. I like the other bloke better. Yeah, anyway, good time. You had a good go, mate. You know, you get that kind of shit. Whereas I thought that would, I thought that would happen. But man, I would recommend anybody. Going, going to, to the country because I, I went, I went, I went through, through like fucking Mildura and all those. Yeah, places. Right. And, and how did you travel? travel? Like what was the mode of travel? Um, public, public bus, man. Yeah, yeah public, public bus, trains, and um, but, but people, man, in, in the country, they, they want any excuse to come up and talk to you. So if you're just wearing normal clothes, they don't have that excuse. Yeah, they'll tip their hat to you, whatever. But man, I walked into this food court in Griffith, and the whole food court stopped like silence. And, and then, then everyone came, came up, up to me, like, hey, man, what are you doing? What's, What's this guy? Yeah, let's, let's get a I'm getting, getting photos. Everyone wanted to talk to me. It was the greatest trip of my life, man. And it also reignited my passion for uh, for dirt bikes because the, I, I put a thing out to the fans going, hey, guys, I'm looking to get here the worst way possible. Does, who lives on the way to from Melbourne to Newcastle? And so there were a couple of farmers that were like, mate, we've got a tractor. Um, you, you can, can drive. I drove this old tractor, tractor for like ten k's of it, and then some bloke said, "Hey mate, I got, I got an XR four hundred in, in, in my backyard in Sandy Hollow." And I said, "Yeah, yeah man, I'll meet you there." And he goes, "Oh man, I'm on holiday with the wife and kids. Just walk into the backyard and get it." So I walk into the like Sandy Hollow's like two people. I walk in there in a full tuxedo. Jump, jump on a motorbike and, and just ride off. And I'm like, where do I put, put this? And he's like, man, my mate, mate owns the pub in, in Singleton. So, so just drop it off there, there right? So I just, like, like there's just tradies yeah. and a beer and fucking high beers. And, and then all of a sudden, a dude in a tuxedo. And then an XR4. And then XR4 just rides into the beer garden and just leaves the motorbike there. It was. I would recommend it to anybody to do one of the. Like when I have a family and things, I would like to do. More, more stuff, stuff like this, this just like, like COVID that's, that's the message I want to get across in my yeah. comedy festival show and the show is yeah, yeah like touring around Europe that, that was that was awesome that was the dream like in a tuxedo you know but Australia that, that was where I met the real good weirdos yeah. and really connected with people like you know? the salt yeah, yeah kind of yeah, yeah, man, just in pubs and stuff. And, stuff. I, 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 and, and I made, made friends, friends for life. life. Yeah. Like, like uh, you know, I rocked, rocked up to this, the, the, the farmers, farmers in, 
in uh, just, just near Dubbo, near Gilgandra. Yeah. Yeah. Colite, this small town, it's just one pub, that's it. Walked in there with a tuxedo. Fucking, they're just like, all right, boys, let's let's kick this off. You know, they're all having beers. Like, like two, two blokes didn't ask me one question about the tuxedo. They're, they're just talking to me. And, and I'm like, hey, guys, not to sound rude, but I've been talking to you guys for like four hours. You haven't said one thing about the tuxedo. And they're like, mate, this is fucking Colli Pub. Anything can happen. We've had bloody four-wheelers doing donuts near the bar. They said they told me one time there was like Brazilian dancers, a bus full of Brazilian dancers. Their bus broke down. So they just had to take shelter at Colli Pub. And they're, and they're like, would you like, like us to put, put on a show for you? And, and he's like, yeah, yeah why not? And they absolutely had this Brazilian folk. So, so you're like, oh, yeah, me being, being from the country, I, I forget mm-hmm. just how more stuff happens at those pubs. Yes. Because anything can go. I remember one of my dad's mates telling me at Boomer Pub, he's like, yeah, I just wanted to ramp it up a bit. So what I did was I just pulled the fire hose off, started hosing everybody down in the whole pub. He just like... Just that Aussie, Aussie, yeah, yeah. Aussie yeah. as fuck. In the, the Gold Coast, Coast you'd, you'd have like, or Melbourne, Melbourne you'd, you'd have four bounces on you. Oh, oh yeah. you need a headlock. Yeah. yeah. There's, There's just no rules. Yeah, you know? 100%. Like, so that's, that's why, why I urge everybody, who cares if you can't travel overseas during COVID? Yeah. Fucking go, go to the weird towns. Go to weird fucking, go to Bow Desert, go to... Go, go to, you know, know out towards yeah, Ipswich, Ipswich, whatever. whatever. Like, mm. People write them off as these fucking mill ground towns, towns, but if you've got a mission there or if you've got, got yeah. an adventure, it'll, it'll be an adventure, yeah. you know. People, people would always come out to my, my you know, know, the cotton farm my dad, dad managed from the city. city. And, and I, I used to think when I was, because I was a country boy, but really, I'm a city boy, I like art shit and all that. I was like, why do these people come out here? They'd, they'd get bogs, they'd, they'd hit ruse, they'd, f- you know, and, and then there was nothing out there. there. Like, like, there was, was no neighbours for, like, four kilometres. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, then it wasn't until I did this trip that I realised, oh, that's, these people would come out from Sydney and they would talk about it for a year. Mm-hmm. Once I got back to Sydney, like, it was amazing. Yeah. Like, my dad, one time my uncle hit a ruse, right, and it destroyed his Prado. Like the the the, 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 the bar. Yeah, one of those city bull bars. Yeah, yeah. And, and my dad hooked a chain to the bull bar in, in certain places. places. Then hooked the chain around a, the, the biggest tree he could find, and, and just reversed it back into shape. Oh yeah, like. And my uncle couldn't pull it. He's like, "Don't do that. You're gonna destroy my car." And he was very angry. He didn't want any. He watched like a miracle worker. And, and that's, that's every, every time, time I hung out, out with my uncle. He'd always tell all his mates, mates "Yeah, and, you know." And and and, and my sister was driving it. You know, yeah. ten years old, yeah. like through mud and and stuff. My uncle would never dare to drive through. You know? So, so was your so, so your, your uncle's from the city, and then, then your dad moved out to the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad moved out to the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So yeah, they kind of there's a big age gap. But yeah, my uncle's um. The coolest, the coolest guy, guy ever, uh, but he, he worked in a bank and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, thought I thought he should he should move out. My dad always said my dad pleaded him to move out to the country. country. Yeah, yeah. He's like, like this, this is where you'll flourish, you know. And, and in, in a way, probably you probably should have at some point. But yeah, my dad they both um my dad grew up in Africa in Zambia. Really? Yeah, yeah. So he uh, but his mum was from Perth and his dad was from England. Yeah. So yeah, he's like well. Um, I, might I might as well go, go back, back to Australia because Africa wasn't looking that good at the time. Yeah, yeah makes sense. And then the whole family kind of followed him back to Australia. Yeah, right. So, yeah, that's, yeah, 
yeah, yeah it, was it was cool, cool. but, but yeah, yeah my, my dad, dad was he's, he's always, always been wild, wild you know one, one of those wild farmer blokes you know worked, worked on cattle stations, stations yeah. and stuff and yeah, yeah he, he was he, he actually sponsored me uh, on a tuxedo travel to get an earring so, so I, I got, got like, like a big earring, like, like the, the day before, before I left. That's, that's fucking cool. Dad's, dad's like, yeah, I'll, I'll pay 50, 50 bucks to get an earring. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, I just, I never had anything pierced before. And, and I got about a thousand DMs. They're so like, man, don't go with a pierce. It's going to get infected. Oh, I was like, oh, who gives a fuck? This is the vibe. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's, that's, that's why I love like coming on here and stuff. Man, and seeing all you, because it's all about like, the, the journey, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it's all about, about like, you know, you, you want, want these goals in comedy, comedy. You, you want to make a living from it. You go, hang on, yeah, yeah. I just want to do cool shit, yeah, and not, and not let that affect anyone else, yeah, yeah, well, you, you, you gotta do something with your time, right? Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, you get to every day, you get get to more yeah, yeah, like you know, my my partner, you know, she's like, oh, you should, you know, while we're in lockdown, you should study. There was, you know, yeah, yeah, and I thought. Oh, oh yeah, so, so I'm doing doing, doing a teacher's assistant, assistant course. And yeah, yeah. I had to go in for five cool teachers. teachers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty wild, man. And I was like, you know, because I was a bit dis. I have been for a while now, just a bit disillusioned by stand up. Yeah. yeah. Um, I still love it. I still want to do it. There's still some goals I want to achieve in it. Um, not monetary, just like playing some big places and stuff. But also like going to a school and just seeing how unruly it is. Just seeing kids like bashing desks with pencils and shit you're, you're like, like this is the new stage this is like the battle this is the adrenaline yeah this is the fucking yeah i'm scared but i'm also full of you know yeah. happiness at the same time you know it's like it's like when you used to hit tabletops it's like oh god like the adrenaline this is good yeah this could be yeah so that's that's that could be next in the journey you know you don't know um yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's, it's um the what, what you're saying, saying about um people, people not being able to travel internationally and that they, they should kind of go out into Australia. Could not, not agree more. Like, like we, we grew up, I grew up, up in Cairns. Cairns. Um, yeah, like, that's, that's where our family is like fourth generation from there. Yeah, and um yeah, yeah it was, that, that was that was kind of what what, what it was, was like for us. We were like constantly in Cape York, and we like I wasn't on a plane until I was I think eighteen. Yeah, and we were just constantly driving to these places and doing these road trips, and like that's where you know a lot of my best memories are, and like that sense of adventure and. Doing, doing shit, shit that you probably shouldn't have been doing as a kid, but you kind of make it out alive. And, you know, yeah, like, they're the memories that, that, that you do keep. And there is so much amazing shit on offer for Australia. Like, one of my goals this year is to, like, do the Nullarbor. Oh, yeah. Go across to drive across Perth. That's something that I want to do. Like, I want to go race bikes over there. And, like, there's a golf course that you can play. I think there's, like, a hole every 200 kilometres on Nullarbor. So, so like, you know, yeah, just, just there's, there's so much fucking cool, cool shit. And, and like, think, think, have you ever been out, out to think? Man, yeah, I'm so, um, we, we're, we're trying, trying to arrange a ride out there. Out there. Yeah. Um, with, 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 with all the guys, uh, the, the, the border bunch, these bunch of guys I ride with each year. Um, my dad wanted, <laughs> his idea was to take my mum out there for their 40th wedding anniversary. <laughs> and yeah, she, she wouldn't. She wouldn't take it. So, so they reached a resolve. Maybe we'll, we'll go to Flinders Ranges. But yeah, yeah. Brett. Brett um, when, when we went, went out to buy Brett's DR from this at this place, like three or four hours out of Melbourne, I can't remember it. The dude was telling me 
he's, he's like, like man, man you've got to ride to think. He said it's like the best. You know, I love man. I just I'm in fact I want to go there because I'm infatuated with Toby Price. Oh really? And fucking love him. He's like. <laughs> he, yeah, yeah, it looks like, like a huge wanker. wanker. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's his soul. Yeah. Man, that's, that's incredible. I, um, yeah, yeah, just going, going out to see that guy would be fucking sick. You know? yeah. um, my, 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 my friend rode with him. With him my friend, my friend um, Nick, Nick Baker and his dad. He's pretty good. Like, I don't know Nick. His dad used to work for my dad, kind of thing. Like, they used to work for. So, um, um, but I've, I've kind of, of he, he comes to my shows sometimes, sometimes and he told me he was riding in Fink and, and he got some good places. Yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they got, got all the gear, gear and everything. They, they got, got, yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah just, just traveling out there, there like they, they just tell me it's unruly, you know? It's just, dude, it's a wild, wild weekend. Yeah, it's, uh, I feel like, yeah, I mean, if you're into, if you're into motorsports in any way, like whether it's bikes, cars, trucks, buggies, fucking cams, like it is, it's, it's probably, probably I, feel I feel like it's like, like a pilgrimage type thing. thing. Yeah. Because it's in the middle, literally fucking smack dam in the middle of Australia. I think it's only a couple hundred k's from like the actual center point of the Australian continent. So, so it's, it's just, just like, like, and you go, go down, down to Apachula, which is the Aboriginal community, where the, yeah. the, the, the race ends, like, like you kind of cross the, well, it doesn't end, so you do, yeah. you go up 140Ks to Apachula, camp in the line, and then you come back. But yeah, it's just, just like, there's no, no phone service, service. it's just, just like, yeah, it's, it's a, a fucking real event. And then the whole, all of Alice is pretty full on for that week before, everything's booked out, there's people everywhere, like it just turns into... This, this like, like full on just, just festival of, of you know Australian, Australian motorsports, sports. and then like, like the prologues epic on the on the, uh, the Friday, Friday afternoon or the I think it's the Friday the, the, oh, oh no, no the Saturday, Saturday. And, and then, then they, they um yeah, yeah so, so they're, they're doing, doing like prologue track, track to get qualifying places, places. like it, it is a, it's, it's a pretty, pretty sick event. event. Man, Man I, I just I love those events. I don't know if you have ever heard of it. Um, something near me that we it was it was bigger than Christmas. It was you know that's why I want to go to the thing to really remember it. Was the Indian Gully dirt bike enduro? Nah. Oh man, it was it was wild. So Indian Gully pub, just a pub in the middle of nowhere, and they had a I think it was four. I don't know why I can remember how long the track was. It was forty three kilometers the track. And how big is the Fink track? One forty, I think. One forty. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's and you used, used to, to do, um, yeah, yeah so, so you just you go, go there, there on the Friday, Friday and, and then you race on the Sunday, yeah, so yeah. you have all the fuck, fuck maybe it's 240. Sorry, whoa, I think can you do that, that Ronan? <laughs> yeah, I should, I should know, I should, I should know, know that, but, but yeah, yeah, we used to go there when we were kids. Oh, yeah, 229, yeah, man, that's a lot, yeah, I was just 140. There's a fuel stop at 140. Because uh, my, my mate Tom, Tom Jack, he rode in it as well, and he was telling he's got a CR450F. Yeah, and he said like the whoops just destroy you. And he just said he saw a bloke with a Beamer 1200 just beside the whoops, just like ah, I, I can't do, I can't do whoops on this 12. I'm, I'm ruined. And I remember the Ningali motorbike enduro. You were just the whoops the whole time, man. But, but God, God, it was fun. And, and it was like, like before, it was before, you know, when public liability went crazy? Yeah. Like, like around 1998 or something yeah. like that. But before that, it was, it was just, just a good old fashioned free for all. Man, it was just, yeah, Mad Max. It was Mad Max. Just, you'd, you'd see mushroom, mushroom clouds, clouds mm. at night, like people blowing, 
People think Connor's still, still alive. alive. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, because you can't, you can't really police it. Because yeah. people, so I think, I think they've, they've got, got like Deep Well and then like the, 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 the different fuel stops, stops all have these yeah. names. And then, so, so people, people camp, camp at the fuel stops. stops. Oh, oh yeah, great. great. And, and then they'll wait for you like the fuel stops and then they'll walk like a couple like, like up, uh, up, up or down, down the track, track so they, they can see people, people come past the full noise. There's a couple of like, big jumps, jumps that people, people stand at. at. And, and yeah, it's, it's just, just fucking hectic. hectic. Like, like last year, um, I think it was, it was last year or the year before, but so, so Robbie Madison's out there. Yeah. Like, and uh, so, so Robbie, obviously huge, you know, motocross star kind of deal. And uh, he's, he's just fucking blind. blind. Well, like with, <laughs> with, with my dad, they picked him up at the casino at like five in the morning, and then, and then he's still fucking drunk. And then he get, gets in the car with like dad and his crew, and they're driving one of the fuel stops. And then, and like Robbie's just on the piss with all these just fucking Aussie dudes, and they're like, "Holy fuck, it's Robbie Madison!" And he's like, oh, "I didn't know. I didn't bring his sleeping bag." And he's like, raiding supplies from different places, and then, so it's still that kind of event that it's like still just. So, so down, down to earth. earth. Like, like I, I, feel I feel like, like as long, long as, as um, like cops, cops are pretty nice about yeah. people yeah. riding on the road. Oh, like, yeah. Unregistered yeah. bikes, but that's, that's kind of like this really the only sticking point. It seems like yeah. it's still yeah. a yeah, yeah. dude. It's, it's a, like it's, it's a pilgrimage. It's like it's hard to get there. You got to fucking earn every you know every k that it takes to get out there. And when you're out there, it's not luxury. It's no yeah, no phone service. But it's one of those. It's, it's almost, almost one, one of those trips, trips where you're like, fucking hell, man, I can't, I can't wait for this to be over, get out of my bed. Yeah. And then yeah. when you get home, you're like, fuck, that was, that was such a sick trip. trip. Man. Have you ever raced in your Have you ever had a go? I'd like to. It's on my bucket list. We we actually, me and Sam talked about doing it together this year. Oh, nice. Yeah, but the entry's already sold out. Sam's a gun, isn't he? I, 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 I love riding. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, Sam, Sam's, Sam's like, man. <laughs> yeah, for his shape, you know, know what I mean? Nah, yeah, yeah, he, he, he does, does run for sure. Yeah. You know, you know I, I watch your vids, I'm like, fuck, that dude rips. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so cool watching you guys do it because you're like, you're having fun, you know. You hit that nice middle yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we're trying, trying to make big shit at motocross cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 we don't have to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, sometimes <laughs> it's all style as well. You know, yeah. yeah. You have those skateboarders and they don't do that. They don't do gnarly tricks. That's kind of the vibe I'm going for. I don't really want to go fast, but I want to look good while I'm going slow. You know what I mean? Chucking in slow and you're like, fuck, how fast is he really going? The answer's not very, but it looks good. I just love, yeah, man, I'm taking one step further, just riding dumb bikes. Bikes, you know, 1200 yeah. or four-wheel four four drive trail. I'm like, well, that's, that's the, the best shortcut to get a little bit of respect. respect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, you just bite. I love, I love Sam's, uh, Sam's, Sam's got, got this quote, quote bite it off more than, than you can chew and chew, chew like, like fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty, pretty much what you're doing on a 1200 Oh man, that's good, that's so good. So what were you were up here for comedy, for stand-up? Yeah, yeah, man. man oh, oh, man. man. So, so we, I'm, I'm going up to Cairns on, on Monday. Oh, yeah. sick. Uh, Laughing Hearts Comedy Club. Yeah. From a cool dude, Peter James. Um, but but yeah, I don't even really know there was a stand-up deal in Cairns. Yeah, yeah, there's a few now, man. There's a few pop- The internet's so cool, man, because people are like... I think people are in somewhere like Cairns were like, oh, I'm just never going to be able to do comedy. Yeah. It's going to be a dream that I could never do. Yeah. And now, because of the internet and because they can see all the best comedians on YouTube. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, I'll just start my own shit. Yeah. And there's like small communities of 
comedians, comedians in, really? in a lot, a lot of cities, cities yeah. Um, but, but yeah, man, so I came here, Brett and I were doing a show about beer called The Brew Dudes. Like, we were like, so kind of, you know, a lot of beer shows, like, I like craft beer and all that shit. Um, they take, take themselves too seriously, so we, we <laughs> just wanted to do a fucking wild one, and we just did an experiment while we were down here, here at the at Good Chat Comedy Club. Club. Yeah. yeah, but, but then, then the lockdown happened in Melbourne. Melbourne. Oh yeah, so that's what I was going to ask. Like, how did the trip work out with the lockdown? So you were away when it went into lockdown. Yeah, yeah, man. So I said to my partner, "There's no way I'm coming back." Sorry, yeah. While you were in lockdown, no way. And then. Um, she, she was like, like yeah, yeah that's, that's fine, fine. And, uh, but, but then, then the, the, the guy who books the Gold Coast gigs said uh, hey man um, uh, yeah, yeah, an act couldn't come up from Melbourne you just want to fill in and I was like yeah well if I go back to Melbourne I can't go back to Cairns so I might as well just stick around my sister lives in Upper Coomera and Brett was down here he was doing some work for Triple M so yeah I just got picked up people work that people couldn't do Yeah, I did that over Christmas as well I came up to visit them my, my family, family and my, my, my yeah, partner's yeah, family. family. And, and, and then, then we were like, we just stayed here for two months. months. Yeah. Just couch surfing. surfing and it, was it was great. Yeah. yeah. Insane. insane. I, I, I love the Gold Coast. Coast. I'm a little bit over it now because I've just been here for like a month. month. Yeah. And, and, and I, I, don't I don't like driving around all the time. Like in Melbourne, you just jump on a tram. Yeah. But man, I do love the unruly... Yeah, the unruly kind of vibe of the Gold Coast. You know, just like, yeah. Like... Like you, you go, go to a place, place like Nobby's Ark or something to do comedy. comedy. Yeah. You, you see, see the coolest people you've ever seen. Like, totally, like people you just don't see. That's actually like a pretty good, good place to do comedy. comedy. Well, well, not, not, not that, that I can say do comedy. But I've, I've gone and watched Dusty there a bunch of times. And, and like, it's, it's a fucking pretty cool room. Man, it's unruly, it's wild. And if Dusty's not there... You're, You're kind of like, like the substitute teacher. Yeah. Because I'm like, he's, he's the, the hardest, hardest act to follow. He's so right. fucking good. You know, you, you just you just get, get there and you're like, all right, well, time, time to just take it in the face. <laughs> like for fucking <laughs> half an hour. Yeah. Um, but a couple of times, like, one, one time, time I got, got eaten alive there. After dust, the first time I did it. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Fuck you guys. Next time, I'm going to. So I geared myself up and I did a real good set there. And uh, the booker, Josh, said, only you and one other guy have done well besides Dusty. So then he kept putting me on there every time I come down to the Gold Coast. And I would fucking just bomb every time. Like, only because he remembered that one good time, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you're one of the only guys to, to keep, you know. And uh, so last time, the last couple of times I've said it, I said to my partner, I'm like, this isn't about getting laughs. This, this is, is about survival. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. and it's cool. Like, like they're, they're a good crowd because you can roast them. them. Yeah. You go, yeah, fuck you, fuck you. And, you, and, and be unpredictable. unpredictable. But it's so hard, man, because Dusty's he's a force of nature. nature. He's, he's a, he's yeah. not human. Nah. Dude, dude, honestly, I watched him. I went, I went to, to watch Theo Vaughn when Theo Vaughn was in Australia and he opened for Theo. And and I he was first and then there was Ari Manus was second and then Theo and, and, and like, like Ari's a great, great comic, comic but yeah. very contrasting style to Dusty. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, dude, dude I, was I was fucking floored by how good Dusty, Dusty was. <laughs> and, then and then I looked him up on Instagram, he had like, like fucking 2,000 followers. And I was, I was like, yeah. what the fuck? Did his account just get deleted, deleted or something? Yeah. Like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on here? And then, and then I found out he was actually from Brisbane as well. And he was just like a local actor that they booked. And yeah, very fucking impressive dude. But I feel like he just tries to do too much shit. Like he doesn't just zero in. Like, 
the, the first, first time, time he did, did this podcast, podcast, I was like, dude, you can, can come, come and use this studio whenever you want. Start a podcast, talk in the mic like every, every single week, week. Yeah. Yeah. and like build up, and, and your comedy will follow. follow. Yeah. Yeah. But, but like, yeah, yeah I, I think it just has, has a bunch, bunch of other shit he wants to do, but fuck, he is so funny. Oh, man, he's the wildest. His art is incredible as well, you know, and it's so funny because I did his circus show, and he was just juggling too many things, and it turned out okay, but he couldn't do all the stuff he wanted to do. Yeah. And I said, man, you just need to delegate. Just yeah. pay more people to do shit, and, and you, you can, can focus on the writing. You, you can focus. You do. You you fucking stage directing, and you create the art, yeah. and you create the animations. You're, You're fucking nuts. nuts. And he's like, yeah, yeah, man, I'll do that. that. Oh, that's, that's what, what I'll do. do. He's, he's like, like, he's like, yeah, yeah I got a heap of stuff in the pipeline. He goes, I'm doing an interactive streaming show somewhere on the Gold Coast. Yeah, each month, and I'm like. Yeah, yeah, well, well what, what I just, just said, said probably. probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's that's, that's him, him, you know. That's, yeah. that's, that's the, the coolest thing. thing that, you know, the, the, the guy to get, get a following just from your live shows is nearly impossible. Yeah, like, like he now he just rocks up to a venue on the Gold Coast, a hundred people are there. Yeah, because yeah. they're, they're like, we just want to see this guy. Yeah, you know, I've seen him. Like, I mean, we're friends obviously now from doing the podcast a couple times and stuff, but like. Dude, I, I, I go, go to watch him. Like, like he's yeah. fucking that good. And, and especially at a, a show like uh, like, like Nobbies, yeah. where he's just fucking roasting people, yeah. like <laughs> brutally, brutally roasting people. To see him, uh, and he breaks all the rules of comedy. There's some things like when he MCs that room. So, so when, when you have your last act on, comedy, when you have your headliner, you never do time after that if you're the MC. Yeah, it's kind of one of the rules, right? Okay. Dusty's, Dusty's doing time. He's, he's doing, doing like an hour, hour after the fucking. I got off. I headlined there a couple of months ago or whatever. I get, I get off. off. The show still goes for an hour, right? And he's, he's giving out prizes. And, and the, usually the audience are tired. Yeah. Tired after. They, they were not tired. They want more Dusty. Yeah, yeah, give us more, you know. And then, and then after that, he doesn't. He can't get a word in with the bastard. Like I've got to. I've got to take some time out. Like after this, I'll sit in the car or listen to some metal or whatever. Yeah. Take some time out, you know. He's, he's still, still going. going. He's, he's talking, talking to, like, right, right to your face, face as well, picking, picking up objects like he's riffing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like he's one of those people, people where comedy is, like, that, that is his outlet. outlet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, just, like, in, in terms, terms of sanity. sanity. Like, yeah. keeping him yeah. sane, like, he has to, like, just get everything out of there. Yeah, man, he's one of the inspirational guys where he's, like, he's having fun doing whatever he wants. Yeah, He's just doing it, you know? Like, and, and it's, it's an adventure that's, that's what comedy should be I'm not, I'm not putting down those that because like, there, there are, are comedians and you just meet them and you're like they're just normal guys, guys and they get on stage they're like hey yeah yeah and then you get off and they're just they're like oh man I'm gonna go watch a footy yeah that's not bad but Dusty's that's this guy's an adventure yeah he's I went to McDonald's with him and he goes what do you want and I was like just a cheeseburger and then he gave me two cheeseburgers and I'm like I asked for one he's like yeah One's, one's weird. weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No one gets one. You gotta get two. Yeah. That's the way. Yeah. I, 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 I wish, wish that he would do some form of podcast or some form of like consistent weekly deal that he just did over and over and over and over. Because like he could pull off a like a Bill Burr one hour rant every fucking like. So easily he could do that. It would be insane. He's a, he's a school. Mm. There's not many comedians I sit back and I watch and I'm like, 
I had to learn from this Dusty. Every night we did, he did his circus show. I would, I would go, go right, right up the back. back. What, what was, was the premise of the circus? Like, like where, how, how was, was the circus, circus show? Like, like what, what was the deal with it? Oh, oh man, it's wild, right? right. So, so he's, he's still, still got to fine tune it a little bit, but he, um, yeah, yeah Tim is the ringmaster, and, and he's just got, got fucked clowns and stuff, and, and sketches, and he's done all the drawings, um, and the the costumes he's made. Like, like cockroach, cockroach costumes. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's just what, it's him as the ringmaster. Yeah. You know, but, but let's say if an act, because, like, un, un, you know, it's, it's nothing, nothing to do with their talent, but sometimes an act won't, won't go that good. good. You know, so, but man, man Dusty will just come out and do half an hour and, and just win them all back. Yeah. Oh, yep, I'm back. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, some it's hard to do that, you know. And he'll walk through, he's walking through the crowd with a microphone, he's taking stuff from people. He's, yeah. Like, like to, to, to accurately, there's a skill in comedy and podcasting that's like accurately railroading. Yeah, you know, like yeah. accurately. Yeah, like Russell Howard. Um, I've done a few podcasts with him with the Dum Dum Club, and if, if I just started going through your bag, if I started going through picking up a neck to shivers regal or something, you'd be like, it would seem kind of out of place. Like it would seem, you know, but Russell Howard could do it. Like, like he, he just started, started going through Carl's bag, bag. Yeah. He was pulling stuff, stuff out. Yeah. And, and it seemed normal. Yeah. It seemed like, oh, fuck, this is cool. Yeah. 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 That's, That's a guy, guy like Dusty has that railroading ability. ability. Yeah. yeah. And he does it beautifully. You know, yeah. usually when you railroad something, it's fucking clunky, you know? Yeah. You get away with it sometimes, you know? Um, but, but yeah, yeah man, he's, he's, he's the best. best. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm looking, looking forward to seeing the community he creates on the Gold Coast. Yeah. He's, he's weird shit, you know? And who cares if he doesn't make any money or whatever, but he's made he's made a legacy. Yeah. You know, even if the circus doesn't work out or whatever, I think it will. He's he's crazy. As if it won't work out. And what's the, like, the general scene like? Is stand-up comedy, like, for someone that's done it 12 years in Australia, like, how much has it progressed and, like, where is it at the moment? Oh, man, it's crazy. Everyone's, Everyone's so good. good. A, lot a lot of people are getting Netflix specials. You know, Reese Nicholson. Yeah. Uh, I came up with him in, in, uh, in Sydney. Um, he was always a crusher. Always just like destroyed so so quickly. He's got like 10 punchlines in a minute, you know? Yeah. And uh, so he just got a Netflix special. Yeah. Um, Auntie Donna, a sketch group from Melbourne. Um, they're, they're, they're killing, killing it. it. They've always killed it on YouTube and stuff. They they just got a Netflix thing. So that's, that's them on a world stage. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then you've got, uh, yeah, and Reese performed, performed on Conan. Conan. Becky Lucas performed on Conan. Conan. Wow. Um, so that's, you know, because you know, now you can just look up the best on YouTube. Yeah. Before, like I heard rumors of comedians from Australia pre-YouTube just flying over. Just, just getting, getting all the jokes, jokes from America and flying back. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, know stuff, stuff like that. that. But, but, well, I mean, that, that makes sense. sense. Man, Man, I would do that. I'm <laughs> writing, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> <And> sometimes <laughs> some guy's got a real good joke, joke and I'm like, oh, wait, I'll wait, I'll wait, wait if he sticks around for the next 10 years and I'll use that. Yeah, but that's how much it's progressed. It's also in my time, I guess, um... There, there is more grinders, like Kevin Hart or whatever. Yeah. Guys that I can really learn from that aren't naturally gifted at comedy. They're not gifted, um, but they just work really hard and they become gifted. Yeah. They become gifted. Because, you know, when I was doing it, everyone would get drunk after the show. 
everyone would get blind up. up. You, 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 there, there wasn't, wasn't enough drink tickets, tickets to go around. around. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone would get fucked up. up. You just want to have a party and, and go nuts, you know. You don't want more like the lifestyle. But now the drink tickets are all over the table. They're like... Oh, have, have as many, many as you want. want. Like they're all right, and they're all like, oh, "I gotta go home. I gotta sleep. I gotta yeah, edit a video together. I gotta do a podcast in the morning." Yeah. So, so the standard is just, just because everyone's taking it more seriously, you know. Yeah. Um, which is amazing, but also, uh, uh, comedy in Australia has to. It's got to progress a lot further. You know, crowds aren't. They're not dumb or anything, but a lot of crowds then they're not educated. Into, into how, how a comedy night should, should go. go. Like they, they walk in with the mindset. You go to England or somewhere. You know, it's, it's up to the room as well. And, and there is still rooms in Australia that have this. But to walk into a room with a loose attitude. Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, even if a com- comedian doesn't go that well, you know, buddy. Yeah. Um, I know what you mean. See that where it goes and how wild it can get. You know, like there is rooms like that in, in like Brisbane has the the good chat comedy. They're a bit like that. The crowds are like, hey, who cares? If fucked up a joke it's got a good attitude yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know we'll, 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 we'll keep on their side you know whatever um and melbourne's got a lot of those rooms you know which is great sydney is has got heaps of cool you know weird rooms that people are like yeah, yeah i'm up for the experience but yeah people in people in australia i think the reason the comedy has come so far is because they're critical mm. people in australia are critical they're like nah fuck that like that, that you know dude, dude i've, I've been, been like, like just in um just, just in nobbies like, like yeah. watching some of dusty, dusty shows man like, like oh i've seen some dudes bomb like yeah bad and, and, and they're, they're not, not that bad, bad. yeah but the comedy is it's yeah, and, and like, like again, again compared to like dusty, dusty just, just lights the fucking place, place on fire yeah you've yeah. just, just got to know that no two comedians are the same and i think that Probably a part of the education that you're talking about is the fact that you see Dusty and then you just expect like the next guy to do the same, like to, yeah. to give you that same thing. It's like, okay, this guy's probably like super dry, super sarcastic, super fucking mellow and like uh, monotone delivery. That can still be funny. You don't, you know what I mean? It's not, you don't, everyone doesn't have to be. Dusty, dusty rich, rich to make, make you laugh and, and you've got, got to kind of i feel like especially at the local level like you really like, really like work with, with the comedian like, like you, you, you are in like, like a bit, bit of a dance in a, in a sense, sense right man yeah exactly yeah and, and that's kind of what i'm trying to do now is because i used to dub it down like um josh the guy who runs bass comedy in the gold coast he uh when he started up man the guy you look, look how far he's he's, he's come. come. Yeah. Um, because I said to him, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure a lot of other comedians said this to him, was like, you're not just running comedy rooms, you are educating people on the Gold Coast yeah. how to laugh at comedy. Yeah. Like, like how, to, how to sit through a show. Yeah. Because they're, they're, they're not dumb or anything. Like people, I wrote them, I wrote people off in country towns or Gold Coast, whatever, as dumb. I just did my broad material. Yeah. But they're not. They just don't know. They just, they just don't know how to react, react to it, you know? Like yeah. we used to, when he first started, we'd do the Cecil Hotel in Southport, you know? <laughs> and an absolute meth den. Yeah. Crazy place. Yeah. And it went from like glasses been thrown out your fights mid to, to, pe- to me actually enjoying the room. Like, this is sick. Yeah. Like, this is really fun. And sure, you'd have your meth heads in there and stuff. But you're giving them weird... Con- I used to give them my broad stuff. Like, yeah, and then I fucked her. Yeah, yeah. But then I started... I seen, seen great comedians like Damien Power, who's a real unique 
comic. You should get him on sometime, man. He's he's fucking wildest dude, and one of the best comics in Australia. Him and Dan Rath. I saw them get up at the Cecil. Put, 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 put these, these weird meta, meta concepts to, to these people, people and people were digging it. You know? yeah. Yeah. People were like, yeah. yeah. And, that's and that's what Dusty, Dusty does. Dusty's like, yeah, here's the other side. Like, I'm not just going to hit you with Rodney Roode or whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'm, well, that's, that's probably like, like one, one of the problems with Australian, Australian comedy, comedy as well. Is like, not a problem, but you look at the people that laid the foundation of like the more famous... Uh, comedians would be like, like Rodney, Rodney Rude and then, then Carl Barron yeah. and then it's, it's like so, so much, much of what Carl Barron, Barron does is, is like just, just who he is yeah, yeah. it's kind of like, like this weird looking weirdly funny dude that's saying like, like the, the most, most basic, basic everyday Australian shit but yeah. he's like, like captured that, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you know you what I mean. mean? So that's, that's done, done now. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and that's, that's part, part of the education. Like, okay, okay well, not, not everyone, everyone can make, make the Carl Barron. Like, would you get the Mojo? You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, that, man, yeah. that kind yeah. of shit. And uh, yeah, yeah, so, so it, 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 it does, does make sense, sense what you're saying. saying that, that it makes it hard, man. And even though now, because the rooms are a lot better on the Gold Coast, they're good. But even like people just don't know how to. You'll be on the Gold Coast, and there's just restlessness. People, yeah. Hey, hey, it's, it's fucking phone addiction, addiction too. It's probably, probably playing the half of people oh, just, just fucking cracking. cracking like, hey, give, give me the fucking oh, fuck. Exactly, man. People, people in Melbourne, Melbourne, they really respect the art. Probably a little bit too, too much. much. Like, sometimes yeah. you, know, yeah. you can yeah. say something like not even funny, but it's clever. And they're like, hey, hey, look at him. He just said something quite succinctly. What's the premise? Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, Gold Coast, like, fucking shocks you back into action. Like, whoa, these people... You, you, don't you don't walk, walk to, the to the microphone. microphone. You, you, you run, run to the, the microphone. Because the, the moment they, they see you walk and they're like, well, well this guy doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Boring. You lost him already. Yeah. 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 There's, there's no room to breathe. breathe. You'll have three hours in Melbourne and, and that'll be ten minutes on the Gold Coast. Coast. Yeah. Because yeah. um, people, even though they're liking it, they're still distracted. They're like telling their mates about it. Like, yeah, yeah, mate, how good is this? Like, like right, right through, through the milli. It's, it's great, great, isn't it? Or they'll yeah. get up for a beer, even though they're enjoying it. They'll get up for a beer and go, how great's right, the comedy? Yeah, just free, free for us. Go, mate. Yeah, thank you very much. Man, fucking just sit still, please. You know, like, even last night I was doing a gig here and the crowd, they were nice people, but after a while you're just like, you're putting in too much and then they're ordering shots while the... The, the show is on, on and, and, and I, I got, got back, back to my sisters, sisters and I was I was, I was worn out. And I'm like, look, look, I love coming down here to the Gold Coast, Coast but if I had to perform here for a year straight, I, I, I would be a mass murderer. murderer. <laughs> I would take a machine gun and it'll be dark, and I would just go, listen here, you fucking bunch of disrespectful pricks. Like, this is a fully paint the place. You know what I mean? Every Gold Coast room would just go around and like. But then, then also, like, like man, just, just, just when, when you're about to, like, just when, when you're about to, to, to go, fuck everybody, you know, like, fucking these Gold Coast, Coast people, it's a battle, it's always a battle. I went to Corumban RSL, right? <laughs> and everyone's <laughs> old in the audience, they're all wearing white pants and fucking jewelry from surf diving ski, you know, all those And then I get up there and I'm like, I'm going to die so bad. And, and then, then had one, one of the best, best sets of my life. life. Just really? all the people just, just going, yeah. Just, 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 just rinsing them. Just, just like, you're all nearly dead. And then they're just like, yeah. He's right. He's right. right. You know, yeah. 
Yeah, and it was so same cinema. I just won $90 on the pokies. Nothing you can say can touch me. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. Yeah, just like one guy with his arms folded. I'm like, what's wrong with you, mate? One of your investment properties. They didn't pay rent this week or something. I'm like, yeah, he's rich. And, and yeah, yeah, the same, same, same man, man cinema and Rabina. Um, heart, like, not, not even quarter, quarter full, you know. It was just, just during Christmas, I guess, everyone had everything to do. And, and there, no, there was one comedian that kind of cracked them, but there was about four comedians that didn't really crack them. Not, not their fault. fault. It was just spaced out in the cinema. And, and then I got, got up there, there and, yeah, just, like, had one of the best sets ever, just and not even using gear and telling them that I fucking hate the... The, the Gold Coast, Coast attitude, and I just want, want them to close the doors and gas this cinema. cinema. <laughs> and, you know, we'll all, all die together. together. And, and they're, 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 they're loving it. They're, they're like, like, yes, this is this is great. You know, so the unpredictability, yeah, is the fight um, makes, makes you better. You know, but, but you, you need to go back to Melbourne sometimes, sometimes and go. Oh, oh yeah, cool. Yeah, my jokes can breathe here. You know, I can break them. Oh wow. Well, well, I wonder, like, like how, how do you think, think that, uh, like, like, so Dusty, Dusty would, would go if you went, went to Melbourne? Like, do you think he'd be appreciated in the same way? Or do you, or do you think, think that, like, his style has been kind of molded by the, the, the way the, the crowds are here, here even? Yes, yes and no, I think, like, a guy, a guy like Dusty, Dusty would go, he would kick ass there. He would just destroy But I think he could be a bit brash or a bit, but a guy like him would probably adjust very quickly. Yeah, yeah, You do see some guys, like, um, a, a mate of mine, mine uh, ben, ben Knight, Knight he, he managed, managed to escape the Melbourne lockdown. lockdown. He's, 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 he's my housemate, actually. And he and managed, managed to get down here to Queensland, and he was here for two months. months. Uh, well, I think even longer, two or three months. months. And, I and I saw him perform at, at, at Nobby's, and, and he's, he's just the best joke writer ever. And he's just going, bam, 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 bam. Not one speck of him. Yeah. Just, just killing, killing him, him. And, and I was like, bruh, like that, that was such a good set. set. But you, you, you need, need to get, get back up to Melbourne. Melbourne. You need, you, you're, you're just, just becoming, becoming oh, like, yeah, like, like just punchline cruise ship guy. guy. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. But you know, places like, and me, I'm not saying as well that you can't. Fucking audiences are just getting better and better here all the time. And 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 I'm not good enough to be weird. Like, like, and, and it's, it's not, not the audience's problem. problem. I'm, I'm not good, good enough to be weird and, and fucking be still reliable at the same time. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Dusty has that. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's that's uh, that's another concept in itself. So, so me saying these things, I'm not, I'm not saying, saying like you could get the mighty Boosh up here or whatever. Yeah. Or, I don't, I don't know, know what's, what's weird. What's, what's, what's the, the weirdest comedy out now? I don't know, like the weirdest comedian. I don't know. You get the weirdest fucking comic here, and they would just destroy. Because, because they've, they've got, got that experience. experience. Yeah. yeah. They've got, got that. You know, you've, you've got, got something, something like, um, like uh, uh, Talking Heads, like the, the weirdest band ever. Yeah. yeah. But, but your, your, your dad in the tractor will listen to Talking Heads. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. what they played at Boo My Pub. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's like, like an undeniability kind of where it's like it's just objectively good no matter where it is. So me saying all these things, I'm not, yeah, saying, oh, you've got to get to Melbourne to get your craft back or whatever. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah, but there is like, you know, you do have to adjust to these different, you know, these different crowds. And I guess like being able to adjust to that would, would speak, speak to just like, like your overall level in, in the, the game, game kind of, right? Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I pride myself on my versatility, 
Like, like I, I can, can do alternative rooms. rooms. I got so, so much weird shit, you know, videos and all that, and dumb songs, whatever. But then I can also do fucking football club. Yeah. But saying that, I remember I did a cruise ship gig, and that was a whole new beast. It was like, I felt... Usually, usually I feel, I feel like, like I can, I'm just like bam, 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 bam. But um, up, up, up on the on the, on the cruise ship, I was like, like wow. There's, there's like five in, in between each punchline. Punch felt like an hour. Yeah, like, man, these build-ups are too long. Yeah, you know, it's too long. So yeah, man, it's 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 a real it's a real battle. Yeah, oh, dude, I can't. It'd have to be. It'd, It'd have, have to be, be one, one of the hardest things that, that you could do. Like, like for, for, for the, the average person, like if I was like, hey, hey Ronan, you, you have in one, one week's time or one, one month's time, time you have to do a stand-up gig. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> like, like, like almost an impossible task. task. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. For yeah. the average person to just, just go and, and do comedy. Fuck, that is a big, like a tall order. Yeah, man, I was making decent money before covid not, not like, like decent, decent as in, in but like, but like decent, decent for comedy. comedy. Yeah. yeah. Because comedy's got really popular lately in in, in Australia. Australia. You know, you know so, so your big acts are in, in demand. demand. Like, yeah. like yeah. the guys on TV, like, like you know, you perform with like, like uh, Tom, Tom Ballard, Ballard or Tommy Little or something yeah. Yeah. like that. They're, They're all in demand. So were they radio presenters for... Were they, were they the ones that were on Triple J? J? Tom, Tom Ballard was on Triple J. Tommy Little, he's on the project and stuff like that. And, and uh, uh, so, you've so you've got, got guys, guys like that, that and then you've got, got like uh, Kitty, Kitty Flanagan, Flanagan or um, uh, who else? Uh, they're, they're all in demand, demand now. now. Yeah. Like, like hugely in demand. Like, like you can't pay them, them enough money to be really? somewhere. Really? So then, then they, they have the smaller clubs that those people used to headline, you know? But now those guys just go and headline to try out 20 minutes of new material. But they bring us like Tom Gleason will do. You know, you know, three, three nights, nights in Melbourne, Melbourne at my friend's, friend's comedy club, club at um, Basement Comedy, and he'll, he'll you, know, you know, he might get paid a grand or two grand. grand. I don't know how much, but it would be over a thousand. Yeah, yeah. But he's just trying out new twenty that he wrote. Yeah. yeah. So, so what they need is guys like me who are just who can do the job, who've got a decent following. but I still probably don't bring people. Maybe maybe one or two people will come to a show for me. Yeah, yeah. But not really. They'll go. They'll be there for Tom. So, so there's a, a, there's a, a they brought, brought out this whole, whole like, like a new new wave in the industry where like, like it, yeah because you've, you've got, got the, the big, big headliners and now you, you need more people, people under those, those to, to but then, then that, that gives guys, guys like yourself an opportunity to to like, like kind of level, level up through that, that as well right yeah man it's great you know it's really cool like and yeah I just have fun doing that you know I've got a reliable set that I can do. The, the, the worst thing, thing is, is, is uh, you know, over 12 years and building up my set and then filming my special, I was like, that stuff's burning now. Yeah. yeah. But I, I had to listen back to it to, to, to you know, just cut bits up or whatever to put them on Instagram. Instagram. And I'm like, fuck, I still, I still haven't written anything that good since this. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's I've got to reset it, you know. So what's your process with writing? Oh, oh man, it used, used to be just like, like oh yeah, yeah just, just walk, walk about, about and do it. You know, but, but now I sit down. I try, I try to sit down for two hours a day. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but really, I, I don't get. I've got to. I've got to work, work a different process. process. I've either got to write for longer, no distractions, no phone, nothing. Yeah. Or I've got to. Yeah, I've got to write for longer. Or I've got to try a new strategy. Yeah, with writing because I just haven't been getting any good stuff. Really lately, you know. 
it's been, it's a, been real a real battle. battle. But, but I think, I think that, that means it's something is good. Yeah, yeah. As Sterling said, you know, it's not. I think about quitting all the time. I think about leaving. But, but rather, rather than quit, quit I'm, I'm just going to stay in it yeah. and see where it goes. But if, but if, I, I, if comedy doesn't, doesn't you know, amount to anything, anything who cares? You know? yeah. Yeah. At, least At least I've got, got a body of work that I've... You know, I want to make some... I've still got a few more things that I want to cross off the list. I'm making a short film with a friend that we've been writing for a long time, like four years or whatever. I don't care if it doesn't make any money. It'll probably cost us 20 or 30 grand. As long, as long as it's made, made and I can look at, at it, and I was like, yeah. 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 I made that. You yeah. know, I can, even, even if, if I'm a teacher's assistant, and, you know, my, my girlfriend works in HR, HR. I'm, I'm like, like, I can say to my kids, yeah, this is what I made, and it was, yeah. yeah. And, and, and it all might lead somewhere. Like, Man, there's so many examples of people that have, like, you know, like Pukowski, the poet. He wasn't famous or known until he was 50. Yeah. yeah, and, and his, his work, work is some of the most famous poetry of all time. Like, like it's, it's just so, so weird how, like, like and, 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 and you can't put, put stock in, in your trajectory, yeah, and and, and compare that against anything else, else. because yeah. like, you, man, you just don't know when when, when shit, shit could, could pop. And like, 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 like Kowski was, was working, I'm pretty, pretty sure he was working in a post office. Yeah, when yeah. he was 50 years, years old. Yeah, and then, and then like, like his, his, he literally became one of the most famous authors of, of all time between, between when he was 50 and when, when he died. And on, on his tombstone, like, like famously says, says don't, don't try. try. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. you get people, people like that, it's just like, fuck me, you just, just never know. Because he, he wasn't fixated on fucking Instagram or followers or whatever. He was, he was focused on a legacy. Mm. He was focused on something that he would make and be proud of. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's like, comedy is a lot, a lot of kids in it. Like, people don't grow up, myself included. Just It's just a lot of lost people. Yeah. Um, that, that, but there's now, now there's grinders. There's people are like, oh, yeah, I've worked it out. If I just do that little bit more work, I can mm, yeah. make, make that, which is which is good. But also, you, you can't get boiled down. And I remember I, I had, I've, 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 you know, had an opportunity where I auditioned for a, you know, a TV show on Channel 10. Yeah. You know, one of those game shows was, I don't know. Yeah. But I was like, oh, it would be cool to be on this. And I wouldn't say no. Yeah. But I was so hung up on. Like, like, oh, will I get this? this? Oh, wouldn't, wouldn't it be great, great if I got this? My parents could see me on TV. Or yeah. But then, but then thinking, man, if young, if early comedy me saw me trying to fight for this, yeah, is I would be disappointed in myself. Like, yeah. Why would I fight for this? Like, I want to make the fucking mighty boosh. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to make Monty Python. I want to, you know, I want some cool stories. You know, like. Yeah, yeah. So, so you, you know, you know you, I was on like, like uh, ABC comedy up late, late and, it and it was cool. Um, but, but I worked hard, hard to do that set, and, and it didn't really work out on the night. You know, you know people, people weren't really getting into it. it. I don't yeah. know. But, but I just I worked, I worked hard at that set, and I had, and I had no, no regrets about it. About it. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, yep, I did the best I could. Whereas most other situations, I'm like. Oh, I could have done, done that so much better. better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just because I was lazy and shit. You know, you know it's just, just now, now it's, it's not about. Before it was like, where will this get me? Where will, will this work, work get me? Oh, it could, could get me this many tickets. tickets. But, but stuff like this, man. I didn't. I didn't come on here to promote anything. Yeah, come on here to fucking. I wanted to talk motorbikes. That's what I wanted to talk about. You know, I wanted to fucking. You know, see all the cool shit in your office. You know what I mean? Whatever. 
Like, like that's, that's it. it now. Yeah. That's, that's it, it for me. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that, that's, that's that's the objective. objective you know. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's it. That's a good good place to come from too. Yeah, and 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 just speaks to what Kowalski said. Like don't try. Like I feel like the genuine intentions are like intentions are a funny thing in the in the way in which I think most people can. Like, like read, read people's, people's intentions, intentions pretty, pretty clearly. clearly. Like yeah, you, you can, can say, say a fucked, fucked up thing, and if you've got, got good intentions, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, like no, or like, no, like no, no bad intentions present. present. Like, like it's pretty, pretty easy to like uh, uh, to figure that, that out. out. Or yeah. you, can you can say a nice thing with bad, bad intentions, and it's equally So I think yeah, like just good genuine intentions for things, and like doing it because you enjoy it or it's funny to you, and then it's like it's gonna hit somewhere. Well, yeah, well, yeah, man, that's, that's it. it. And I often, often think, think back, back to when, when I wrote, wrote my best stuff, and it was when, when I was, um, I wasn't, I wasn't at a good place in my life. Mm. Uh, when, when I wrote, I was very broke. Um, I was, yeah, yeah I, I guess I, I was always getting drinks somehow. Yeah, yeah. I was always, always getting drinks in comedy. Yeah, yeah. I was so broke, and uh, I had a lot of, you know, I guess a lot of stress not being able to. You know, you know there's, there's a lot, a lot of things, things where you're like, oh, I can't, I can't see, see my family because I don't have any money to fly yeah. a plane to see them. Yeah. Yeah. Or I can't take that business opportunity because yeah. I can't fly to see those people or whatever. Or, but having just the backup of being, a, you know, having a job and going, yeah, well, I can buy this prop. I can buy the dumbest fucking thing ever because I just got that little bit of backing that, you know. Um, so, so now I'm trying, trying to reach, reach that, that medium, medium level, level. Like, like trying, trying to still tap into that, that yeah that unique part, part of my brain, brain. Yeah. yeah but, but still, still like not, not be fueled by panic and terror, and terror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah man dude, like <laughs> I can fucking relate I've spent I just have been so broke for so long trying to do all you know the shit that I was doing like God. I had like, like fucking horror, horror stories like, like living in America of, of like, like no, no fuel, fuel man. Like yeah, just, yeah, just yeah, driving, trying, trying to get to a shoot, shoot no, no fuel in my car, car, car stops. I'm, I'm in Compton. Compton. It's, it's nine, nine o'clock in the morning. I have, I have to wait in a fucking car park in Compton at a fucking service station till my mum wakes up to transfer me twenty dollars for fuel so that I can get to the shoot that I've now missed. You know, you know what I mean? mean? Just shit like yeah. that. And then, then the, the international flights that I'm trying, trying to make and I've got, got no fucking money and I'm trying, trying to get onto this flight. I know I've got a fuckload of oversized baggage. And, and if, if they, they charge me, like, like if, if I can't gypsy my way to get any my baggage for free, then they won't let me on the plane. I won't be able to fly from like fucking London to LA, you know? So it's just like... And then it takes a... It, it, it frustrated a lot, a lot of the people around me because like, yeah, how can, can you do that? that like, like, how yeah. can you live like that? that? And, and to, to me, me at the time, time, I just I had it in my head that it was going to be worth it. It was going to going to pay off. Like, like yeah. something was going to happen that made all this worth it and it made yeah. all this make sense to people. That's a fucking real thing, man. And you know, it takes a very very. Like, like people, people look down on that ability to, to just be fucking broke and, 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 and like, like pretty like borderline miserable and depressed. Yeah. But, but just, just with, with this goal and intention in mind to like, like something like, like blind faith that, that like, like I'm good, good enough to yeah. do yeah. something that will warrant, you know, success, success and all, all of this will be changed and all of this will be different. And like, and man, and for, in, in my case, like, like never, ever. Ever, ever in, in my, my life would I have thought, thought I'd be doing a podcast. podcast. 
Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. yeah. And, and it secretly, secretly led you here. Yeah, yeah. All, all that, that shit. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of the times have been like, like super broke and, and fucking trying, trying to make these, these things, things happen, happen and living in America. And like, even, even just, just a blind, blind stubborn, stubborn fucking not, not leaving. Like, yeah. I just didn't leave when I should have left it. You know, you know, so, so all, all that, that shit, shit and it just, just led, led to this, which is this, this in turn has become, become the best thing in my life. This is the best thing that I've ever done in my life. life. And, and it, it came, came off the back, back of just being like fucking insanely broke for so <laughs> fucking long, you know? <laughs> so, so it's just, it's just one, one of those things, things I think that if you, if you can stay in the fucking grind, like, same with this, like, People, people don't, don't know, know how fucking gnarly Sam's story is. You know, yeah. like, like he's a the real, real version of the shit that, that he went, went through. And this is 10 years old, his, his love, love company. company. Yeah. And, and now, now it's killing it. But like, like, dude, the amount of times that he, he could have given up and been perfectly within reason. And yeah. everyone would be like, you know what, man? Fucking makes sense. Like, fair enough. Your next, next thing, thing will be good, good blah, 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 blah. But yeah, yeah just, he, he fucking, fucking stuck, stuck it out just long enough for it to fucking pop. Oh, oh man, it's so good. good. Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't wait, wait to get some of those gloves. gloves. They're, They're sick. sick. Yeah, yeah, dude, I, I saw, saw the Gypsy Towels one. So good. Oh, man. Oh, man, that'd be sick. Yeah, I'm excited because I get to look at all this gear again. You know, you know what I mean? Like, like I know most, most of the stuff I'll buy is road gear. Yeah, yeah. There's just other yeah. stuff like glove. My, my, my parents, parents bought me some boots for Christmas. Christmas. I'm, I'm stoked, man. Buying, buying, buying all that gear, looking at all the motocross magazines, man. Ah, so, so I remember, I, remember I, bought I bought a Shuey helmet, helmet and, it and it was silver. Yeah, like, like silver and green. It was beautiful, man. It was so beautiful. And I I pulled it back out years ago when I started riding my dad's XR 600, and some rats had eaten all the inside of it. Oh yeah, and I was devastated because it was such a beautiful helmet. Have you still got it? Uh, no, I think we threw it away somewhere. It was. Uh, I remember it being because you'd, you'd always get O'Neill helmets. Yeah. You'd, you'd always get the O'Neill ones because they were two hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they look sick. But I remember I went. You know, my my brother and I would work on the cotton farm. We were the richest kids at school because we would just work our guts out every holidays. Driving a tractor twelve hours a day. We were rich. We had the best motorbikes. That's the best. You know, you know well, that, that was one, one of my richest times, times I when I was like 14. Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah, I bought, I bought, I bought a Shoei helmet uh, from, from some motocross place in Toowoomba. And it was, oh, it was my pride and joy, man. And he bought, he he bought the, the Fox helmet when it first, first came out. Yeah. 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 I remember there was like the real expensive, expensive one, and there was the mid range one that was like four or five hundred bucks. What year was that, you reckon? That would have been around 1998 or something like that, 97. Type, type in, in 1998 Fox, Fox Helmet. Helmet. I, I want to see one, one of those. Man, it, it was so, so good. It was, it was called, called like the, oh, the, the Jet, Jet 1 or something like that, that the M1. Oh, was it? Hmm. I don't know. Daniel. Oh, yeah. Pilot. Was it called? Yeah, I think it was that style. The Pilot Helmet. Yeah, that's 2000. Man, that was a sick helmet, you know? My, my dad, dad just bought a um an, an Arai. Oh yeah, yeah. And, yeah. That, and that was always the dream to me. Yeah. Yeah. Get, get an Arai, you know. Um, man, man uh, loved. Oh, that's it. That, that was big. Gold motor helmets were cool. Oh, so, so good, man. Toily designs. designs. 
Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, had had to, I remember, I don't, I don't know if you remember, remember seeing this man, man, the LBZ motocross team. Yeah. yeah. And they, they had fully chrome bikes. Yeah. They were That was the dream, man. Like chrome dipped as well, like not spray painted, like mirror. Finish motocross bike. bike. I, will I will have, have one, one one day. Yeah, man, man just, just flying around on one of those. Beautiful, man. Um, all, all the bikes, bikes now look pretty, pretty sick, though. You know? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've got, got one, one of those KTM 350s. Man, it, I've, I've seen, seen it. it. It looks sick. Incredible. It's fucking yeah. insane how cool those bikes are. Yeah, from every angle that you can look at one of those bikes, it just looks fucking sexy. The mirror finish, like and. Like, like I, I love, love your bike, bike man, because nothing, nothing gets me horny than just those black mags, the black ribs. Oh yeah, so good. Yeah, you're just like ripping around, around one of those, man. And, and the, the um, I always, I always wanted when I was when I was growing up to get a KDM 380 SX because I was in the two-stroke era, and um, but they were that was when KDM was a bit dodgy. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was when they were keep taking money. money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but man, three hundred and eighty cc's of, of two-stroke. Wow, that'll put a fucking, fucking horn on a jellyfish. jellyfish. Man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, my mate had a CR five hundred and he had a WR five hundred, but they they were too but they were too big. I reckon. for a two-stroke, they were just you were you were a tea towel on the bars, you know. Whereas something, something like, like that still looks, looks pretty, pretty fucking nimble. nimble. That, that does look pretty, pretty fucking, fucking good, good, to be honest. Yeah, yeah man. They reckon the weight. That, 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 that was, was one of my dream bikes, but I'll always, always remember I've never even heard of one of those. Man, so beautiful. Look, look at, but, but they, they were expensive, expensive back then, then I think. And, but, but the coolest thing about the KTM as well has got that... That, that, I, don't I don't know why, why they do it, but that, 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 um, that, that rise in the swing. Yeah. You know, that's just a nice little detail. It's like that fucking... I know, Austrian, Austrian detail is so beautiful, you know? Yeah, man, like, like oh, the, the, the KTMs, KTMs nowadays are yeah. just so insanely good. I mean, I mean all, all the manufacturers, manufacturers are good, good. It's, it's not, you know, know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like they're fucking, fucking heads and shoulders, shoulders but, but yeah, yeah, I don't know, they've just, just got something going on with that company. I think it's probably to do with the fact that they're not, like, well, they're starting to get huge, but you look at Honda. Yeah, like yeah, the amount of yeses and no's and flagpoles that are like it, it. Honda yeah. has, has to go through to get any kind of approval. Yeah. And, and KTM was just like this nimble manufacturer that could kind of just do... They were like really, really rogue. rogue. Yeah. And fuck, they've, they've pushed... Like, like they've changed the market, market dude. And, and from, from these bikes, bikes here, like, like they really, really weren't very good. good. No, no, no. Yeah, you always see some rich guy in Indy Gully races with a couple... Yeah, you see KTM's, you see a Husberg or a Husqvarna, yeah. and, it, and it would blow my mind, like, why would anyone buy them? But, but now, fast forward, you know, 10, 20 years later, you're like, oh my God, they're ahead of the market, you know, it's, and, and the bike, they always do these weird um, engine sizes mm. that are just perfect. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, you know, that, like that 690 adventure thing. thing. That, yeah. that, that looks like the perfect adventure bike. Like, yeah. I rode my mate's one and I'm just like, this is the perfect Thing between I've actually, actually never, never rode one, one of those. I'd, I'd, I'd I would love, love to ride one of them. Man, it's, it's the, the perfect, perfect thing between a WR450 yeah. and a bloody, uh, you know, and a, like and a, a big 1200 kind of Yeah, yeah, yeah. My brother's got a BMA 800 GS, which is the adventure bike. And it's a fucking beautiful bike because it's a dirt bike. It's heavy. You're not going to do jumps on it or anything. It's still adventure. But it revs 
like, like a, a Kawasaki, Kawasaki ninja. ninja. <laughs> like it's just like, it's so beautiful to ride, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, yeah, you, you, you would have never, never, I would have never, never believed that a Beamer would, would be like, like a decent bike. bike. But all bikes are just so good now and just so, yeah. Before you just had motocross, enduro, and maybe a little bit of adventure. You had maybe your Dakar 650 or whatever. You never really got over 650 with a dirt bike besides the Beamer. 1200 or whatever yeah but now you've got like motocross motocross that can still still kind of get registered yeah Yeah. well my brother's got got, um my brother's got one of the ktm 350xc's and like that that thing is insane like he he got i think think dan the the first year that they did that aussie race he got fourth in the coupe gras race which was like an hour motocross race and it was on a bike with a fucking headlight how crazy is that oh man i even uh i read a i read a review on the latest um triumph scrambler man it's crazy and uh they're, they're just, just a, you know, you know the Triumphs, Triumphs, there's, there's the, the, there's the 1200, 1200 but yeah, there's the, the I think there's the 800 or the, so you've got, yeah, yeah. You've got like, yeah, one. That's, that's, that's the 1200, but I think there's the one that's slightly smaller, which is like the 900 or some shit, but, but anyway, man, you see, you see guys just, because it's based on the old scrambler, yeah. you know, like from the old days of motocross, the guy in the review, he's getting air on it. You know, you know, he's, he's just, he's, he's like, like, this guy's, guy's taking a berm, berm on a 1200. Like, like that, that would have been never possible 20 years ago. ago. Nah, yeah. that's, that's so true. true. He's, he's got, got like, like the, the old school bell helmet, helmet too. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, yeah. Actually, I want one of those. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Dude. Because people are just like, you know, there wouldn't have been a market for this years ago. But now there's like, yeah, I'm an old guy. I'm like 50. I've got spare money. I don't. I, don't, I, I want to feel, feel cool. Like, like I, still I still want that upright. Yeah. Like that upright, upright bar. I still want it to hit corners on the tar. But then I still want to rip a berm. Yeah. Yeah. Twelve hundred. And I still want to feel good on the highway. Yeah. No way, man. You can do it. Yeah. Look up the new Ducati Adventure bike. Oh yeah, these look crazy. Insane. Yeah. 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 Fuck. Yeah, yeah, I, I, would, I would have never believed this as well. As well. Oh, oh, man. Stop, stop it. 1260. That is insane. Look, and, and just, just look, look at that guy on, on the pegs, pegs sideways. Yeah. yeah. Just does, does, does not, not give a fuck. fuck. No, no, not, not giving, giving a, a single fuck. fuck. And, and um, the, the, the multi-strata. The problem with my dad's 1200 is the wheelbase is quite small at the front. So if you hit a pothole... It, it like, like yeah, it's yeah. like a scooter, yeah. you know. Yeah. Whereas, Whereas that, you're like, like look, look at that diameter on the front, like, like that, that's, that's gonna, gonna crush. Yeah, that, that thing looks insane. <laughs> go, go, go to that, that picture, the, the first one on the related images there. there. Nah, nah, down, down to the down here. Oh yeah, yeah. Now go across one more. Yeah, that one there. I saw it. Yeah, that that looks sick. Scramble the four hundred and then enduro multi strata. Oh, oh, how's that? that? Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. Is, is that, that a video? video? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. I want to see it. This looks great. Um, I haven't, I haven't seen, seen these things, things in action, action yet. yet. You, 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 you might have. Fuck, it goes in reverse. 
The roost is backwards. These things are that fucking good. They throw the roost backwards. The tire is the roost is attracted to the tire. Oh my god! What the fuck? Yes. Who is this guy? Is this Jack Miller? Oh, no, no shit. Man, that, that is, is incredible. incredible. Dude. <laughs> yes. Look, Look at that. that. It's, it's on, on the... F- man, man that's, that's that, that second gear thing, thing I was telling you about. It's yeah. coming out first. Boom. Dude. <laughs> that track actually looks unreal. <laughs> wow, oh, man. Dude, I didn't, I didn't think, think that bike could be able to do that. that. Not, Not from, from looking, looking at, at it. it. They, they can do it, man, but there's a guy... You probably, you probably know him. Wow, I'm super, super impressed, impressed by that. There's, there's a guy, guy in your crew, or I follow him on Instagram, who hangs, hangs out with Harry and those guys. Matty Mac. Yeah. 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 And he's yeah. that yeah. CB. Yeah. And that's the best thing I've ever seen. Dude, I was actually before when you were talking about guys and like take turns shit on those bikes, I was going to show you Matty Mac's Instagram. Because like, that was here, like some of those jumps out the front, like in the driveway. Yeah, he put like a steel ramp there and he'd fucking go and jump that CB. I think it's like a CB 750 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, that is. Yeah, see if you can find it. Man, that's. That's, that's crazy because um, that's, there's, there's a guy, guy I forget, what his, his name is, is, is oh, yeah, that's, that's right, his name is Miles Davis. Davis. Have, Have you heard of that guy? No. So he teaches the BMW um, rallies. Like, like he, he teaches, look at, look at, look at him, him jumping jump the Indian right there. Fuck yes. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a G, dude. Man. That was a cool That's one of the gnarliest motocross tracks in Australia. Oh, I heard Coolum's nuts, man. Look at, is that Emma there? Or is that Maddie? That's, that's his sister. sister. Oh, that's what well, I'd, I'd love, love to do a bit of dirt track. track. Yeah. Like yeah. Harley or something, or something like that. that. Yeah, yeah, look, look, at, look, look at, at that on his Indian right there. Go up. Yeah. yeah. Look that at that shit. Is, is he just a photographer full time? Well, he used to be uh, in, in Nitro Circus. circus. Like, oh, like, he used to be. Right. Like, he's, he's an incredible rider, dude. Yeah, because I just love the shit he does. I follow it. Man, that is. <laughs> I actually sometimes forget how, how fucking, fucking cool, cool my friends are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that is awesome, man. man. Well, well, it's cool, man, because you get to meet all kinds of um, celebrities in comedy, you know? Yeah. yeah. Big people, and I'm pumped about it, but I'm more pumped about just meeting dudes like this. It's just like, oh, well, you're the guy for... Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, stand-up's good, but it's boring. You know, I want to fucking jump. I want to hit a ramp on a CB750. That's what I want to hear. That is incredible. I remember seeing this video. So pumped. And he's got that... Oh, he's got that CB set up. Oh, does the cross-up. That's a fucking big jump, dude. Yeah. Oh. That is cool, man. Yeah. Oh, that, that is, is so cool. cool. Um, he's, he's such a G. He's, he's pretty, pretty much, much the nicest dude you've ever met in your entire life. Really? Yeah. 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 yeah he's, he's a, a fucking, fucking lord. Yeah, because yeah, that's, that's what my dad told me. He, he went and did the, uh, the, Beamer, the Beamer, the BMW course you can do. So you can, so you can take a guest along as well. Oh, it doesn't have to be a Beamer. Yeah. And he said that this this Miles Davis guy. Um, apparently, apparently it's got some videos, videos on YouTube. YouTube. He, he, he treats, treats a twelve hundred, like a like a two fifty. Like, like he said, he he just he's glued to this beamer. To yeah, 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 and he just doesn't. You'll go, go through anything, sand, water, water it doesn't matter. Jumps. jumps. He, he said it's just yeah. yeah. And he, and he teaches you everything. He's like, like you, you can lift it. You can, you can be. You, I'll teach you how a child can like lift up a beamer twelve hundred. Just using these techniques. 
So, so what's he, he, he does, does like, like a riding, riding school. school. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, like BMW do, do a riding school. school. I'm, I'm fucking. I'm really, I'm really plugging the beamers here. here. I'm not getting any money from you. Know, should get some maybe after this. Yeah, maybe after this, man. Yeah. Um, um, but, but um, um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, he, he does, does these writing schools, and uh, my, dad my dad went and did one, and he said, just watching this guy is incredible. You know? Yeah, because, because I mean, if you, I, I, you know, I, I don't, don't want to sound like a dickhead or anything, but, but, but when, when you're on it, after all, I remember my first jump to my dad's beamer, I was like, it would be like jumping on the Ducati or the CB. You're like, whoa, yeah, yeah, so heavy. Oh, and you feel all the steel. Yeah, you know, whereas on your KDM, you're just like. Yeah, yeah, it's like, like a tie and yeah, 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 that's, that's it, man. But after a while, like after riding it for a few days, days yeah. like, oh, oh man, this you don't, you don't even notice it. You just, you just think, think it's a motocross bike. bike. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, well, that's what, what we did Cape York. York. Um, Cause Cause I, I, I don't get, get, I mean, I mean probably, probably after Cape York, I started riding a bunch more. Like, I got me really back into it. But man, to spend 10 days on your bike. And be, be like, like on, on it for eight, eight hours a day, day. man. man I, I have improved so much. Like, yeah, I, I would, would tell anybody, like, like if you, you want to get good at riding a bike, bike, you've got to go, go do some kind of trip where you're riding every single day. Because yeah, yeah, right after, after a while, like, like there, there was, was you know you, you do a little bit of crossings and stuff like that, and um and you just. The, the stuff, stuff at the start, start of the week, week where you know you, you get, get down, down you have to turn, turn around. around. Yeah. Like, oh. but, but then, then by, by the you know middle, middle of the week, you're just dropping it down. down. You're just, just you know doing three sixty out of stuff, wheeling over things. things. Yeah. Or, you know, <laughs> you, know <laughs> you just the, 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 the speed, your idea of speed, speed changes the stuff. Yeah. You know, like, like eight eighty k's of the, the first week that we were doing the um the first or the first few days that we were on that cape ride. I'd be like ninety k's on the dirt roads and and winding and not really knowing, being real gun shy, real nervous. And then you go down some of the straight roads that were real ball dusty and sandy and it's wiggling around and you're just fucking anxious the whole time. But then after day four, day five, day six, day seven, you just don't give a fuck anymore. And the sections we were. There was, there was one section in particular I really remember riding through, through um, on, on the way into Cohen, I'm pretty sure. And uh, I remember on the way in, I was probably doing like 90 k's through. It was yeah. all twisty roads, twisty dirt roads. And then on the way back, we went through the same road, did it backwards. I was doing 130. Man, that's so cool. And that's, that's just a week, week difference. difference. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, man. There's a guy, you know, we call Stewie the machine. He you know, he's... He's, he's got, got he's, he's the bloke with the two KTMs. KTMs. Yeah, yeah. He just he, he yeah, dirt robes sits, sits on one forty. He, 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 he just pulls away. away. He just like yeah, just just, just a machine. And he's sixty. Like, yeah, he's sixty. And he's just like chilling. He's just yeah. He's just, he's, 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 he's he leads the rides, you know, with the GPS and all that. And it's just beautiful watching him. You know, trying to stick on him and stuff is such a great challenge. Oh yeah. But man, you're right, man. We did a ride once where we rode up to. You know, you know, North, North Queensland, Queensland from Tenerfield. My dad used to work yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Farm yeah. in Tenerfield. Yeah. Yeah. We, rode we rode all the way up, you know, to Fraser Island. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, then uh, a lot of the boys had to peel off. Um, but my brother and I, we still rode with Stewie and uh, one of our other mates and went back down towards Armadale. Yeah. And so we'd been riding for five days and I'm like, yeah, my ass really hurt. I'm like, like the, the third day. day. My ass was hurting. And I was cursing Stewie's name. I was like, man, let's just stop. Fuck. Like, but then, but then after, after I, I broke, broke through, through that, that patch, 
when, when, we, when, when my, my brother and I stopped at Armadale and we'd done like so many Ks together through dirt, like 2,000 Ks or whatever, or even longer. Yeah. I was, I was like, like, man, I was just getting into it. Yeah. I was just getting into it in five days. days. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. That was... And then, and then I, said I said to my dad, dad I, said, I said, before, you know, you're too old to ride, we've got to ride for two weeks. Yeah. We've got to ride for like two and a half weeks or something. Well, you've got to go for that shit now. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's good. It's got a lot of Ks on it. It was only two and a half grand. Yeah. It's got 80,000 Ks on it. Yeah. Which is a lot. So, so I'm, I'm hoping to just get it to winter, winter and, then and then do a rebuild. rebuild you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well that was the thing with um, so, so we we grew, grew up in Cairns, so we we done, done Cape York, York a bunch of times as kids. Yeah, and yeah. And dad, 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 and, um, and, and so, so they, they were, were in that club, club for years. years like, that's, that's all we, we did when we were kids. kids we'd, we'd go away with Dad, dad in this like, like prank motorcycle, motorcycle club. club. Yeah. And, and um, so, yeah, so yeah, we'd, we'd, we'd be, be in the car. car. Mum would drive. We had this old 6 Series Land Cruiser. Cruiser. My mum would, would drive with us three kids and one, one of the other wives, wives in the Land Cruiser. And then Dad would ride in the Dad would ride the bikes. So that was like, dude, all of my childhood memories of that is going up. And then, you know, Dad be, be doing, doing wheel stands on, on the beach with us, like, like all, all you know, you know punts and bay, all, all these just crazy memories, memories that we've got, got from, from being a kid. kid. And, and that, that was the whole, whole thinking thing of last year, year uh, yeah, yeah, last year, 20, no, no, 2019, when we, when we did Kate, Kate was, was like, man, we've done this ride with dad as kids in the car, but like now we've got to do it on bikes with him before he's getting too old because he's like in his mid 50s now. And then his knees were real fucked from just years of racing and work and all that. And then we're like, like knees getting, getting fucked, fucked. It's it's probably going to be too old to ride. So we've got to pull the trigger on it. And I was thinking that we had three cars as a support. We had 15 of us going total. And and, um, and and I was, I was like, like Dad's, Dad's probably gonna be able to ride too much of this, this and yeah. you know he'll do he'll, he'll do his, the, the, the easy days, days on the trail, trail or whatever. He rode, he rode every fucking kilometer of the trip, trip. Oh, and we got, got this awesome photo of me, photo of me him, 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 and my brother. brother. That's actually, yeah. yeah. Oh man. Oh, no, no, okay. But yeah, we've just got this like epic photo of the three of us at. The, the, oh, the, the, like the very tip of Australia. Australia. That's, That's the dream. Oh, dude, it was, it was so sick. And, and the, the, it's, it's what, what the, probably the coolest, coolest part of it is he went, went and got stem cells, cells and stuff on his knees. Yeah. Like, like his, his knees are in like, like best, best they've been, been since, since he was probably, probably in like his late thirties. And we're going to do it again this year. So I think we're going to make it. Probably like something we do regularly. He's got one of those 250 rallies. Have you seen those things? No. Dude, show a picture of that. There's this Honda thing that Honda make. And, and uh, they're, they're fucking, fucking sick, sick, dude. He yeah, the, literally, it was, it was the perfect. Oh, it was yeah. the perfect bike. We were like, man, two fifty. It's gonna be super, super slow. And yeah, it's, it's like, like geared just right. He just bought Olin suspension for it. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah so, so now, now it's, it's got full on Olin suspension. But man, man, that thing, that, that was, was like, like the perfect bike. bike. I, was I was actually, I was hoping and kind of planning. On, on him pushing out, out of a couple of days, days riding, riding so yeah. I could jump, jump off the 450 and onto that thing because that, 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 that was probably one of the best bikes, bikes on the trip. trip. Oh, oh man, that's so beautiful. I love, I love the new Hondas. So nice. Like the new Alpine twin looks sick. And the my mate Tom Jack was talking about before. His CR 450. Yeah. 
Oh, oh my god. Have you seen the new Have you seen the new motocross one? No. Look up the new motocross CR450 that one just did. It is absolutely insane. I'm trying to because my dad's got the the Beamer 650 Sateo, right? And it's look at this Oh man, that looks light. Yeah, yeah that, how, like how, how light, light would that be? Yes, they're, they're not, not as, as light, light as they should be. Oh, no. oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but no, no they're, they're beautiful. They're like, like two kilos, kilos lighter, lighter than, than last year's, year's one. Once again, got those, those black mags, mags you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the I think that's like the worst edition that one. Um, sorry, man, my phone went off. That's fine. But yeah, man, the like like seeing that how far four strokes have come. Oh, oh man, yeah, it's, it's crazy, crazy yeah. Yeah. But, but I always, always regret, regret, man. I always regret. So, so I had an, I had one of the best motocross bikes ever made. I had a '96 model CR250. I was, I was hoping you were going to say that. that. Why? Because that, that is probably, probably the best motorcycle ever made. Yeah, man. Yeah, I will regret it always selling it, and it was such a beautiful bike. They are beautiful, beautiful. I'll always regret it, man. My brother had the. 97, 97 model with the alloy frame, frame. Oh, that's so and uh, it was, it was the, the power, power was too unpredictable, unpredictable whereas that, that still flew and the coolest thing was was seeing it on uh, crusty demons of dirt um seeing just, just whipping everyone had a cr you know, you know? It was always every, every now and then or a kx yeah, yeah. but, but the, the, that, that model was the one, one. That, Dude, that was like that's the, the beast that's probably the coolest bike yeah, ever yeah, made, made in motocross, motocross. Or, or like, like the, the between, between like 93, 96 like that, that little, little but, but if, if of that, that little time, time period there yeah, yeah. That, that's probably like, like unicorn, unicorn Honda. Honda man and it was then, then cause, cause the, the uh, I remember Jeremy McBride getting on the uh, alloy frame and he hated it yeah. and he went back to his 96 yeah, I think I think it was a 93 frame that was like the one that he loved that's right I think even in 96 he rode the 96 Go, go, type in 93. Just, just the, the, yeah, yeah, I want to see, see how, how different it is. I could, I could be, be wrong on this. this. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was probably, probably pretty... Yeah. I can't... I don't know, know if I'm... Ah, oh, oh, there's a 96 one there. Yeah, yeah the, the 96 one was the... I'm pretty sure that, that was the Terraformer bike. Remember yeah. the Terraformer? Oh, man, that was great. I've actually been to that track. Um... There's, there's a, a there's a guy I follow. So uh, sick. I think his name is on Instagram. Hillsack. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, that that guy rules. And, and he he put, he put out, out a part or something just on um on, on Instagram reels. Yeah, yeah. Where he had uh the song by Lard, which is in the Guy Parrot part of Terraformer Four, Defenders of the Faith. Dude, and there's a song by there's a song by Lard, and it's, and it's got, got this dude, dude. I never saw him anything else. And, and uh, yeah, yeah, his, his name, name was Guy Parrot, and his part in the, the Terraformer Four film was just him, him ripping these. Is, is it, I wonder if it's on here, man. Guy Parrot, Terraformer Four, and and the song was just so so great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terraformer Five, yeah, maybe Terraformer Five, yeah, yeah. And the, and the song, song is incredible. Turn it up a little bit. Is this is it? it? Oh, it's a different one. Can I think it might have been Terraformer 4. But, but yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah I, think I think it was Terra Firma 4. It was called Terra Firma 4 Defenders, Defenders of the Faith or something like that. Uh, Dude, those, those Terra Firma movies, movies were fucking yeah, yeah, insane. Yeah. Oh, wow, wow. There's a... Oh, there, oh, there you go. go. Just, just turn, turn the music down, down on that because it'll get um, flag, flag for us. us. Oh, yeah. so, so, so scroll, scroll through, through until... until oh, oh, someone's re-digitized. Yeah, yeah, Fox, Fox did, did this. Oh, oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fox, Fox only recently, recently did this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that... Oh, no. That's it. No, yeah, that's it. Go back a bit. Yeah, so it's... Play the song for a second. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, it's, it's a, song a song called. called it's uh, a song, it's a song by a band, band called Lard. It's like, um, uh, one of the guys oh, from the ministry. So <laughs> sick. It's, it's, it's a part that I always love, and there's a part. I do remember this. There's, 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 there's a part. Yeah, there's, there's this part, and he cuts, cuts a tree off. That's it. Yes. That's fucking moment. I remember a kid just being sixteen, and I was just. Man, Man, this, this is, is the, the best thing, thing I've ever seen, and just that, that is cool. Man. And, and everyone rode two strokes, strokes back then. So hearing this thumper tearing yeah, up yeah. the hill was like, like and, look and look at him. Oh, he, this, this is, is all style, man. This is this is this is what we got to get. This is the peak we got to get to. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like just looking like this crashes. Yeah, he's. He's, he's, it, was it was just, just a bit, anyway, that Hillsack guy put, put up a bit of him, him just cut through the trees yeah, to that song. Yeah. Right. Like, man, this is... It's oh, Justin, Justin Hill, right? Hillsack, Hill, Hill, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Jimmy, Jimmy Hill. Hill. Jimmy Hill. That, that guy, guy released some beautiful, beautiful parts, man. Oh, oh yeah, man. He puts art into art. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, so... Which one was that? It was ages ago, so I don't know it, man, but... Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's just, just all him. him. Man, man, he's, he's got, got some, some beautiful, beautiful parts, parts, man. Yeah. Um, and one, 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 one motorbike, motorbike video I'd love, love to watch again was uh, the No Fear Chapter, chapter one, 1, I think. I think. And it had, and it had the Carry Heart backflip in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's a beautiful film. I remember watching because I remember the Krusty Demons. Krusty Demons 2 is like a cinematic masterpiece. You know, you know, like, like the, the way the Seth Enslow jumps, jumps in the dunes. Yeah. And, and then they, they kind of, they they, they, they kind of went, went more home video after that. that. Yeah. yeah. And then they, and they went, went like full party and touring and all that sort of stuff. Kind of became jackass a little bit, you know. Yeah. And it was fine. That's the route they went down. But then then when Chapter 1 came out or Terra Firma 4, I was like, yeah, this is a beautiful cinematic masterpiece. Yeah. It had that bit in the end. It's got a Mr. Bungle song that I love. It's one, one of my favourite albums. albums. It's got, got Carrie, Carrie Hart like smoking in a, in a, in a chair, chair and, then and then he just gets up and there's all these fires and stuff and then he goes and does the backflip. And, and it was the best thing, thing ever, you know, and it was so beautiful. beautiful. Like, they they must have, the budget must have been huge. It would have been big back then. You know, and you just buy the tape with the cardboard case around it. Yeah, yeah. For a Yeah, yeah, it was like 50 bucks or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, and that, that was just an incredible master. And that's, that's one of my dreams. dreams. I mean, it's, it's, it's on, on the side, side but I would like to make a, a motorbike video one day. You know, yeah. you know, you know just, just like be able to get like a bunch of guys, guys like Bink or the Hillsack guy and stuff. And you're like, all right, this is what I want. I want like, I want like heaps of weird shit going on. And you know, like nice. Well, Hillsack does already, but those beautiful zoom ins as they're flying through the air, you know. Just stuff like that would be beautiful, you know. Man, it's it's so sick to. Think, think go back, back to, to some, some of like my childhood memories of watching, watching those films. films. They, they can completely shape my life. They can completely shape my 
like, what, what I, I thought, thought about, about, what, what I, wanted I wanted to be when I grew up, up my, my music taste. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, I was, I was, we, we had a chick on you the other day, day and, and um, we were, we're talking, talking about, about Napster and Lime Wire. And I would get on Lime Wire and then the back of the crusty DVDs and Terraferma DVDs. That's how I found music. And that's, and that's how, how I, I would find people, people that, that I would become, become friends, friends with. Yeah. I would I become, become friends, friends with people that were into the same music. And they're like, oh, oh yeah, I love this stuff. Like, you know, you know what Krusty's is? is? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, and, and it's so cool because, like, that, that, um, that song, uh, it's, it's, it's called War Pig Renaissance by the band Lard. And that's a side project from one of my favourite bands. Um, ministry, yeah, uh, they did like industrial metal, yeah, and uh, uh, the, guy the guy from the, from the Dead Kennedys, Jello Biafra, Biafra. Yeah. He, he sings on it, so, so it's like, no and, and, and I remember hearing that song going, Oh my god, wow, wow I, finally I finally found this song, I couldn't find it, yeah, yeah. Never. never, and I heard it somewhere randomly, and then I was like, I tracked it down, I should or something, and I'm like, Oh wow, it's these two guys, you know, because back then, man. I think, I think now, now it's, it's, it's prevalent, prevalent, but back then you, you, you had, had some cool weirdos working on shit. shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, like you, you had guys that were like, they had, they had there was art behind stuff. stuff. Like, like yeah. Yeah. now you have Fast, Fast and the Furious. Furious. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. And, and that's cool, but there's no art behind it. Yeah. yeah. Robocop was about art. It was like a biblical story. You know, Yeah, yeah, man. And that's what Krusty 2 was like. It had this art, artistic vision behind it. Same with Terraformer 4, like. It had, it had that, that great, great bit. I think it's in Terraform 4 where they've got a guy with a jet ski flying down this stream in the desert. And then the dude on a motorbike riding next to him. I think, I think it was in Terraform 4. And it was incredible. Yeah. You know, like just crazy shit. What kind of metal are you into? What kind of music? Oh man, I'm really into. Yeah, yeah, I, I love, love Pantera. Pantera. Yeah, um, you know, uh, probably one of one my one of my favorite bands. bands. Um, but, but then I'm, I'm also in this new like some some, some metal, metal that's come out lately called uh, Code, Code Orange. Orange. Uh, uh, they're, they're really good. Um, there's this Australian band called uh, Neo Obliviscaris. Um, apparently, they got the best crowdfunding a band's ever got to tour the world or something. Really? Yeah, yeah. What are they called? Neo Obliviscaris. It's, it's hard, hard to. to uh, <laughs> they're, they're from, from Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go, man. Yeah, but I love high tension as well. Also, Meshuggah, the old guys, Fear Factory. Yeah, yeah. Heaps of stuff, man. Yeah. Metal is. What, what like, like the, the basis, basis of action, action sports? It's, it's so, so rap and stuff, stuff nowadays, and like, like and, and fuck, fuck all we listen to like, like yeah, Juice yeah. World, Trippy Red, like, like, yeah, yeah, all yeah. that, like, like yeah. shit these days. days. I listen, I listen to, to Triumph like one a d- once a day. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, like music has been such a huge part of of this culture. Man, yeah, it's so cool, man. And it kind of it was a bit of a shit part of freestyle motocross, I think, in terms of. You know, you know, when, when they're, they're kind of, of um, people, people were going, going a little bit gangster, gangster mm. and trying to, you know, like, I love Brian Deegan and his writing when, when he was trashing other writers and yeah. they, they can write, like, like, wrestling and stuff and, and yeah. people, people had big chains and stuff and, and I think that the, 
then, then you had guys, guys like Robbie Madison, Madison who were probably the first of the grinders, I'd say. Yeah. I don't know if that's correct or not. Probably I reckon Nate Adams. Nate Adams, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nate Adams is probably like, dude, the videos of, you remember like the early videos of Nate Adams? Like, he was so shit. Like, like mm-hmm. it, was it was crazy, crazy how, how fucking good he got. Yeah. Like, yeah. he turned into the, the destroyer. destroyer. And there's, and there's like, like, videos of him at Chad Pastrana's, like, like, trying to backflip in the mulch. mulch. And, and just fucking working himself, himself. Like, <laughs> over and over and over. But yeah, yeah he, he was, like, like the first of the like grinder dude, dude that, like, like really... Yeah. Yeah. made it happen and, and Maddo was, was the same, same. like yeah. there's, there's guys, guys that you know, you know like Maddo because a lot, a lot of them were guys, guys that come over from motocross yeah, yeah man and yeah. it was like, like he wasn't, wasn't a great motocross rider, rider. In, no, in terms of like, like wouldn't have been, been pro wouldn't have been out of you know like race supercross professionally and win championships and then they went into that freestyle but like dude Robbie fucking grinded and changed the game completely like like Completely changed the game. Nate, Nate Adams is the same. same. Imagine, Imagine if like Larry Lynn Kogel grinded. You know, you know what I mean? mean? Like he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah look, look at probably grinded in a different way, but. Wonder, wonder what this, 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 this is, is probably, probably got some old footage, footage of him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like not, not being, being that good. good. Yeah, yeah, Larry, Larry Kogel was, was a, a weird dude. dude. Like, yeah. he, he was just stayed so core forever. You know, like he didn't want to. He he never really wanted to change, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 but, but uh, this is so man, sick. that's so, so cool. cool. I, tell I tell you, man, man I, don't, I, don't, you, I don't. I don't know if you've had, had him on the show. show. I, don't I don't think so. That, that is, is so scary. Oh, oh, so, so fucking, fucking scary. scary. I don't know, I don't know if you've had, had him on the show. show or, man, man, one guy, guy who is extremely underrated is that French guy, Tom Pages. Oh, Tom Pages, yeah. Dude, he is a freak, freak man. Man, I, 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 I can't, can't believe the shit that I see with that guy. He just, he just missed, missed the window. window. Free, free, free style is just not, not what it used, used to be. be. He's, He's just changing the game. Like, you know, you know just, just one, one of those one of those guys, guys leaves a legacy. legacy. Mm. And it's and not going to be till later on until you find out how good that guy really is. Yeah, true. Yeah, his bike skills are insane. And to be, to only have tricks that only you do, Yeah, that's pretty gnarly. Yeah, that's insane, man. That shows real. But then, but then you've got, got dudes like, like, like uh, you know, you know Jimmy, Jimmy Hill guy. guy. Yeah. yeah. And he, he, he's, he's just, just as talented in style. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, you have you ever seen, seen, have you ever seen, seen Justin Mumford? No. no. Dude, no, no. show, show that, that clip. clip. That, that Justin, Justin Mumford clip. clip. Milford, Milford, sorry. Mumford. Milford. Watch this, dude. This guy is insane. Yeah, yeah, this video. Yeah, right. Just don't play music. This video, video is hectic, hectic bro. Look, look at the shit this guy. Oh, like. oh man, just clearing fences and shit. This is. Oh, I love, I love this shit, man. Wait, wait till, till you see, see this. He oh, like oh, fucking himself, himself up, up there, there too. Oh, like, like real bad. Oh, what was he trying? Where was his down ramp? Yeah, I don't know. What was he trying to do? Um, get shot. I used to live right, like, like, fucking a kilometer down that road. Man, and that's, that's one, one of the things, things that got me horny and crusty for was uh, um, Brian, Brian Dean and Ghetto, Ghetto Man. Oh, yeah. Yo, Ghetto Man, what's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're yeah, doing yeah. that motocross race, race through the street. The street. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I want to do that. Fast forward into this, man. This is beautifully shot. Yeah, this is really cool. You should definitely watch this. like. It's got some art in it. Oh, yeah, it's really, really cool. Oh, wow. Oh, and he's just... Just, just hitting, hitting stairs. 
Yeah, yeah, so, so he's, he's like, like really, really trying, trying to do, do this, this whole, whole like, street, street, you know, really, really changing yeah. it. Oh, that's, that's so awesome. awesome. Those steel ram things are, are big now. Right? Oh, what, yeah. just ripping the back tire on the back there. Yeah. Wall riding. Oh, man, you wait, this, this, this shit, shit gets hectic. hectic. So, so, so those, those just listening to this, we're watching Justin Milford. Rod. Oh, yeah, that's... See, see, the, see the, this, this guy is so cool because he's... He probably, he probably does, does flips, flips, but he doesn't need to do a flip, flip right? Yeah. yeah. He just, like, rides beautifully. Like, like with, yeah, yeah, look at that. Just so, so much creativity. creativity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, I love the dual exhaust on the CRF. Yeah, yeah. It just looks so sick. They've gone away from that this year. The, the 21s are the single ones. ones yeah. Yeah. But this, this dude, dude and like oh, that shit, like, like, so, so he, he can still send it, too. too. Oh, that's... You know what we need to watch, dude? After this, we need to watch fucking Slayground 3. Have you seen it? it? Dude, I haven't, haven't seen, seen it yet. yet. Oh, we, really? have to, we, we have to watch, watch this clip. Yeah, right, okay. Let's just fucking put the music on, too, and I'll text Dirt Shark and see if we can let us do it. Not on this one. Oh man, you know yeah. Dirt Shark? Yeah. yeah. Oh man, that guy rocks. Yeah, he's a Wow. Yeah, yeah this man, man seen these big, big um, storm drains in there. Yeah, the yeah, that's a like, river. They call that the LA River. There's, there's, there's a big one, one like that in Melbourne. Is it? Yeah, that's like right. And I've every time I go to the airport, I just picture myself like fucking shredding. We're all standing down, you know. Because it's, it's got, got that, that it, reminds it reminds me of John, John Connor, Connor in Terminator 2. Yeah. That was like the most, most fucking, fucking weird black sound ever in a film. film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that jump, jump on the Harley, like, like I slow-mo it every time I watch it. Just Look at this dude. Wait. Oh. I've seen. Heavy. Yeah, that, oh, that is yeah, so, dude, this, this guy's guy insane. insane. That, that's oh, total creativity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's watch fucking. Let's, let's watch Slayer 3. 3. I mean, I mean wanting to watch this. this. Let's, let's just play, play the music, music and if, if we, we fucking, fucking get in trouble, trouble we'll just. Oh, uh, yeah, Axel Hodges, man. Turn it's this so up, full screen. Let's fucking go! Yes. I want to look. So keen. Man, I wish that Corey dude's part. Um, oh, yeah, Corey Creed. With, yeah, with the flames and yeah. shit. That was incredible. Turn it down, Tony, for us, right? Oh, this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> PH, boy. Just riding with a hoodie. Oh, what? This is sick. So far, he's, sick. He's got his own helicopter. How's PH never doesn't have a cigar? Yeah. <laughs> he is like larger than life, that dude. Yeah, really. These guys are so, like, they're so cool and them and doing their own thing, man. It's so sick. Well, see, they put themselves probably through immense stress. Then they have the fun. Yeah. You know, like, you know, they're doing 12-hour days and stuff, but then they get to... Oh. I'm excited to see this. Oh, man. What? We're only uh, just talking. Oh, oh my god! Wow, that dude. is huge. Whoa! Fuck. Straight into another one. Holy shit, dude! This is incredible. Oh! Wheel? What? What do they call that? In, like a like, wheel tap? Wheel tap? Yeah. Sick. I got to get back up. Got to get back up to date with my terminology. Uh, on the lingo. Know? Yeah. Yeah. 
I remember a can can. Yeah. Remember uh, who was the flying Hawaiian? Who was that guy? Uh, Clifford Adapante. I think yeah. he's he's like dead or in jail or something now. <laughs> I'm really? not even joking. <laughs> yeah, I think he's like was doing like some drug shit. I remember he had the best knack knacks ever. Yeah. They were like, dude, they have fucking moved some dirt. Man, yeah. How do you? How is there even this much dirt? It would have costed. Would have cost. Would have cost millions just to shift the dirt around. You know. Oh. Chase at QMP. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so this is obviously like Monster's version of Imagination. Oh, man. Is this... This has all been one shot from a heli so yeah. far. Yeah. Oh. Oh. A wheel stand off a jump. Nothing gets crazier, man. All right. So that was all one shot from a heli. Yeah. That was sick. All right. Man, this is... Dude, he's stepped it up, yeah, eh? Yeah, yeah. Well, he goes big, yet creativity, like small shit as well. Yeah. Like, usually you stick to one lane, but he's just doing all the lanes. Yeah, he's all the lane, uh, just... every lane. Yeah. And it's so his style, too. Yeah. Oh, oh man. That song's sick as well. Yeah. Yeah. What? Oh, what? See, that's some Tom Page's shit right there. That is heavy. It's a big gap. They have big jumps, man. Yeah. Oh, you can't. He is. Oh, what? Oh, does a backflip onto a wheel stand. What you are you up to, Axel? You can't fucking do that, man. Wait, wait till you see this uh, in the next couple clips. Yeah, this one. What? Oh. <laughs> Wheel stands all the way up the up ramp. Does a flip. Dude, oh. dude, dude. Oh, man. That is, that's more than a whip. Yeah. He was like, yeah, what stop, do we call that now? He was just like stopped dead in the air. Fuck. <laughs> love, I love jumps like that. These half pipe, like quarter pipe jumps. Yeah. That would be the scariest thing in the world. Dude, honestly, all the boys say that it's just no joke. Yeah. Oh, damn. Oh. It's... Wow, man. So goddamn beautiful. Yeah, this is insane. Man. Wow, dude. Wow. Still going, dude. He's still... What? Sunset bit. Oh. Wow. Oh, Carly, man. That's one thing it can do is provide a sunset. Yeah. Something about the smog, you know? Yeah. <laughs> What is this little it's crazy deal that, going on there? So, so California. I've never been in the states, man. So, how far out of California is somewhere like this? Is it? This is in California. Wow. This is like. Oh, sorry. Like the like near a city. Oh, uh, I'm I'm pretty sure. I don't know for sure. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure this is probably like 45 minutes from San Diego. Wow. Yeah. It's like San Diego is like that's Dude. a huge city. Yeah. What? Oh man, the technical ability. <laughs> That's so <laughs> sick. 
That's a sick jump too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what? You can't do that shit. Wow, man. That's. That's the biggest set. That is out of control. How how scared would you be being a helicopter pilot? <laughs> it's like I hope I don't mince meet him. Wow. That is that's unbelievable. That was hectic. I, keep keep it going to yeah, turn that down. I can't believe it. Yeah, that is that is insane, dude. You know what's gnarly as well? Is the fact that he's the only rider out there. So all of the stuff that that he's like to, so he him hitting that jump right yeah. there's nobody that can hit that for him beforehand no. that's all on him that's yeah. up to him to do that and he's using like the sides of the jumps and just like just being so creative and shit and just like far out how does he make it look so easy yeah man it's so funny too man like so axel before hmm. before um I mean, there, there was a point, right, where everybody looked at him like he was just this spoiled, entitled little rich kid yeah. and he had everything that he had. So Ash, his brother, who's Dirt Shark, yeah. he used to work for Monster. He was like the team manager for like yeah. the motorsports dudes. So then here's this kid in the C-Class that's got a, a Monster helmet and everyone's just yeah. like, what the fuck's going on? Like this kid's yeah. not that good, you know? And he had like all the pro circuit gear. So everyone rode off Axel. Yeah as this just entitled little rich kid really and no one fucking liked him and now he has reached this point of complete undeniability yeah it's like him and Tyler Berriman are the fucking dudes they're like the gold standard they're the gnarliest dudes like both of them it's like Red Bull and Monster and then they're pushing that that sport like they've created their own lane within the sport and like that clip there dude that's insane Tyler Berriman is insane. But that, that man, that's, you can't, as you said before, it's undeniability. Yeah. Like, you can say all you want, rich kid, whatever. People do it in comedy, man. They're like, oh, that guy got that or that. Yeah, because he got this because of this. Because he's, yeah, because he's Asian or something. Or she got that because she's a girl or yeah. she's, she's a lesbian. Nah. Nah. They're just that good. One way or another, they've grinded. Yeah. And if they're lucky, it'll come undone for them. Yeah. sooner or later they're yeah. not going to get to the top yeah right just focus on you everyone's had the same opportunities there's a lot of lesbians there's a lot of asian guys there's a lot of brown guys that haven't got to their status yeah there yeah. is a lot yeah you know so no yeah people say oh you good that because he's good looking do you know how many good looking guys i yeah, see yeah, in comedy yeah. Yeah. that are, are shit that get nothing that, yeah. that quit yeah so you know that, that that's 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 so amazing man that's the most amazing part it, I, it's even hard to process uh, how good that is. I love all our tabs here, man. So we've got Jimmy Hill, uh, 1993 CR, Neo Scaris, Metal Band, Shrek Porn, Ari Shafir. We've still got the Shrek Porn tab <laughs> My <open>. website. <laughs> this is, I've ruined your podcast. Sorry, no. man. It's good to have the last episode. No, we have, we've had, well, we've been, we just hit three hours too. Yeah, we, yeah. um, no, I think this is the full Gypsy Tales experience. We've yeah. got a bunch of weird tabs open. I've learned about some new weird bands. I've looked at Shrek porn. And uh, we've just critiqued maybe one of the best free ride edits uh, that's ever come out. That was 
fucking hectic. I, yeah, I've got to watch it again. I'm, I, it's it's just insane. That's just so beautiful. Yeah, they've absolutely killed that. The the even just like the little like because okay, I loved it because there's only a few flips in it. Yeah, like he hasn't gone. Oh yeah, I'll be the first guy to do a triple flip, whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's just gone. Well, you know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to do this basic... I'm going to fuck their face with style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly yeah. what I'm going to do. Mono into a wheel flip. Yeah. Wheel stand out. You're just like, fuck. Hectic. So beautiful, man. Oh, thank you so much, man. Yeah, well, thanks so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. I'm glad we made it happen. And yeah. um, so for everybody listening, uh, where can we listen to your podcast nonsense? Where can we follow? Got any tickets coming up? Anything to plug? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my my website nickhappy.com, You know, um, but uh, yeah, listen, I do the Phone Hacks podcast, and for people who you know, fan of dirt bikes or whatever, it's just uh, Brett and I have got a podcast called Flat Stick where we just talk shit. And I'm doing uh, a show in Cairns on Monday. I don't, I think, I don't think this will be released before then, but um, I'm doing. Uh, we can no, plug the dates on our Instagram for you. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. Um, but I'm, you know, some other guys running that, so that's fine. Whatever. It's only, um, yeah, the Laughing Heart comedy. Um, and then, uh, yeah, doing Melbourne Comedy Festival, the Tuxedo Traveller show. Sick. So it's all the stories from that show. Yeah. yeah it should be fun, man. Real, real, it's, I'm only doing it for, for five nights, so yeah, 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 I think it'll be good. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Hopefully, I, I would, I'd like to go to Melbourne Comedy Festival this year. Man, it's a lot of fun. I probably wouldn't go this year because uh, you never know it. what's going to happen. Yeah, it'd be and man, weird. The, uh, yeah, it, there's no internationals and things like that, which is good. good. Like, there's heaps of Australians that are good. But yeah, I think wait till the, the vibes, because it is loose as really yeah 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 outside of, yeah yeah but yeah come on down yeah by all means yeah, yeah sweet yeah. well mate thanks very much and uh we'll get you on again at some point yeah yeah thank you mate thank you unreal thanks mate oh no worries man that was awesome got the full full uh gypsy